This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name oi, is oi, uh, oi, oi, known oi. as Mr. Sun Sunday. With me, as always, my co-host Nick Mason. We're here. Yeah, we, we are. We got you hyped. didn't break my rhythm, Mason. Did you no. notice? I didn't even falter. I for didn't. A second. Well, that's because this is old. It's old, it's old content. Us going, oi. <laughs> yep, that's it's true. Like you were prepared for it. That's we're just <laughs> hyping ourselves up before the podcast. You got to hype yourself up because it's a big week for news, Mason. We've got Spider-Man mm. updates. We've got Star Wars news. Your favorite. We're finally doing that Marvel Comics recommended episode. The dog. Is literally climbing onto your Attempting desk. Attempting to climb onto the desk. Let's you. see if she can make it. I don't think you can. I she think definitely could. She's got cat-like properties. <laughs> it's true. But she's kind of clumsy. Yeah. Like all dogs, I guess, in a way. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, before we get well into it, mm-hmm. which we are going to do, uh, for those people who are familiar, which will be a lot of people who listen to this show, Andy and Al over at Two Over the Think Tank. Two Over the Think Tank. Two Over the Think Tank. Over at Two... No, no, no. You are correct. They're totally over the think tank. If you've been in there, if you've gone yes. and listened recently, they're so over the think they have, tank. They have an incredible podcast called Two of the Think Tank, which is about creating sketch comedies every episode. We've guested on their show. They recently, well, not recently, it was a long time ago now, they come on for an episode last year where we talked about, what was that movie again? We talked about Ad Astra. Ad Astra, which was a really a lot of fun. And they've been, uh, they've been here a couple of times, which you appreciate. And every couple of years, they attempt to do a uh, milestone episode of their podcast. Yes. Episode 100 and episode 200, where they made 
100 and 200 I think it was sketches. 50 and then 100, I think. That was 100 and 200. Was it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was a lot of fun because we guessed it on those as well as they went slowly bad. Yeah. But uh, they also had – they do comedy shows every year and they weren't able to do one this year because obviously because there's a big, big pandemic all the time. Wait, what? Yeah, you probably heard about it on the Well, newspapers. I never leave this studio. So oh, okay, you're know. fine. Don't ever worry about it. Uh, so they, all those comedy shows were shut down. But what they have done, they've filmed their show from last year, which I missed out on, called Magma, which you've seen. I've seen twice. Which is incre- which seen twice. There you go. It's incredible. It's available. I'll link it below. But if you go to uh, sospresents.com slash program slash magma, just, it's linked below. Or you can go to their Twitter and check it out. You can get access to that. Uh, it's $10 for a one-time purchase, which is a really uh, – look, it's a, it's a super good deal. It's less than what you'd pay for the actual comedy show, and you've got it forever. You can take it with you. And as someone who didn't get to see it last year, I'm, and I was really disappointed because I saw the show before the year before and I really loved it, I'm really glad that they've been able to do this. So, look, check it out. It's 10 bucks, Australian 10 bucks as well. Oh, my goodness. None of this, none of this $10 american nonsense. Ugh. You're really getting your money's worth. Yeah. And, look, it's great. You'll love it. You really will. So please check it out. They're really funny guys, and it's a really funny show. Yeah, I when I saw it at comedy festival last year, I a saw it again. Yes, and wouldn't stop recommending it. So, uh, can, you can is now the time to stop recommending it, or do you think you could just? No, I'm going push to continue to recommend. I'm going to push through the, on the recommendations. Okay, good. Terrific. Oh, also, a little side note. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to Andy Howell, uh, who uh, last week we mentioned uh, the website annoyingbikes.com. <laughs> yes, uh, he he purchased annoyingbikes.com. So, uh, but what did he do with it though? Well, you'll have to click and find out. That's won't right. You? That's right. Mm. It's you can open it at work for now. For now, you can. I mean, you sure. might change it. <laughs> Andy Howell might be some sort of prankster. <laughs> he might be a real, might be a real tricky dick. You know, that's exactly it. So yeah, two great things to check out, wouldn't you say, Mason? That's right. Yeah, but please. I mean, uh, one will occupy more of your time entertainingly than sure. than the other, but guaranteed good time. All right, news of the week, Mason. Please, should we get into it? Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland. Oh. Uh, he's getting fired up for Uncharted. I don't know if you saw that shirtless pic of, pic of him, but he's put on some. He's put on some bulk. Oh yes, you know what I mean. He's making it happen. Uncharted three is for Uncharted one, the the video game to movie adaptation. Yes. It's still in my head from the intro, Mason. I said it didn't falter me, but it did. It rattled me to my that's, core. That's how it goes. Yeah, that's how I do it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I go, hey man, didn't uh, yeah, just. Um yeah, I didn't think it would work on you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, but he mentioned, though. A tough guy like you wouldn't be rattled by that, <laughs> would he? No. no. He did mention, though, that Spider-Man 3 is apparently going to be finished filming by February. Uh, it's already finished filming? No, Mason. Years ago, in, in the 2000s. No, they haven't even started. Oh, the new Spider-Man 3, I should yeah. say. Oh, even better. For the November 2021 Tom Holland, I was like, Tom Holland, you, you, get, you get stuff wrong all the time, yeah, Tom Holland. Yeah, he certainly you know, does. You know? It seems like a movie that you could very well film because uh, they are firing up and things are starting again. Falcon, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is starting again and some other things because mm-hmm. other places in the world, some are safer than others. You probably wouldn't film in New York at the moment, I'd imagine, but most of those movies aren't really shot on location, only like minutes, you know what I mean? Yeah, the yeah. Whole, Mostly filmed at Pinewood Studios. That's right, Pinewood Studios. In and Great Peru. Britain. And Peru, exactly. And uh, Canada. And Canada. They get some sort of tax break to they film do. in Canada. They do. We don't know how it works, but it does work for them, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. Uh, so, But this uh, this actually came via Dominic Holland, who you might know as the father of Tom Holland, uh, on his Patreon uh, page, where he's a comedian, novelist, blogger, podcaster. So, yeah, he's doing exclusive Tom Holland content Exclusively there. Exclusively just... just- Attempting to muscle it on our turf. <laughs> That's right. Dominic Holland. Mm. If you had a famous son, would yes. you start up or daughter mm-hmm. or like a cat? You know I've what had mean? a famous cat, sure, yeah. sure, sure, yeah. Would you start up the Patreon? Of those that- three, I <laughs> yeah. think most likely to be I, 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 
acquire a cat that is Instagram famous. You could steal a famous son. I guess it's probably true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh would you would you mind them for content on Patreon? Make them spill Marvel secrets? Ooh. I don't know how you would for the cat, but you know, let's say you could. Yeah, yeah. If I had Tom Holland as a son, yeah. specifically, mm. I would probably do a lot of videos where I would like spring out of places real quickly <laughs> and startle him. And he'd go, ah! Yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh, father, don't. Father, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me take a, me take a father. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, I would, do, yeah. Yeah, so would I. Yeah. Nothing but exploitative. Mm. Uh, speaking of Marvel, though. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm. it's not on the Disney Plus lineup in August. People are expecting that release date. It does still have several weeks of filming left, which would mean that you've got to film it and then post-production. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? They've got to yeah, yeah. put that metal arm in and post-production. Or he's going to be mostly wearing a sleeve for the entirety of the shoot. You think maybe that's going to be it? Probably. They yeah. often do. Oh, like it's partially. Just gonna, he's just going to have a metal glove. <laughs> yeah. Just one glove. But you know, it's like partially metal or whatever. Yes, you know, they uh-huh. have the real the covering and then they, uh-huh, yeah, they yeah. jazz it up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But uh, so apparently it's six episodes and it's like, it's, it's got the production quality of a movie, but no, it's not happening. It could also be though. That should, they should put that on the poster. It's got the production quality of a movie and it's not happening. <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier, Soldier. coming from Disney Plus, whenever. I don't yeah, whatever. Know. We, we, we don't know. It, I'd say the reason that's probably happening is because of the, the coronavirus that's happening Excuse at the moment. Excuse me, the, the what? Big, the big pandemic. Just stay in here. Don't worry about okay, it. Okay? Cool. Don't, don't worry about right. it. Or Wait or, a second. Is this some sort of 10 Cloverfield Lane situation? <laughs> is it fine out there? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Cool. No, it's not, Mason. Also, now that I think about it, in 10 Cloverfield Lane... There was an alien invasion. It wasn't outside. fine out there. It wasn't fine at all. Yeah, maybe they added that bit at the end. Who's to say? We don't know. <laughs> we yeah. don't know. I like that movie. But uh, it could also be a timeline thing Yeah, yeah. if Black Widow didn't come out and this needs to come out. Oh, yeah, otherwise before. one spoils the other yeah, or something I think like it's that. probably not that, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, speaking, of, did you see, speaking of adding things in post-production, sure. did you see uh, the Nando V Movies uh, YouTube video this week about Artemis I, Fowl? I have not, no. It's it's very, I like that guy. It's, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's very interesting. I think people should check that out. Interesting. It I it it uh, it levels with everything I thought about Artemis Fowl in the ten minutes that I watched before you I switched it? off. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, mm. yeah. But he but he he's done some sleuthing. Yeah, and it's basically about how he thinks they turned the movie into what it was, like what it was originally. Yeah, right. And like all the clues within the movie that point to how they changed it. Not. Filming wise, but just in editing, they just just were like they didn't. They were like, we got to change this movie. Yeah, but we refused to shoot anything else, so we're just going to change it in editing oh, okay, and change right. it with ADR and change change yeah. dialogue and change CG and stuff like that. Do you think that's to do with it then not having faith in it, or because they're just like just push it to streaming because there's a pandemic? I think it's. I think it was not having. I think partly not having faith in it, but I think uh, the idea that. Artemis Fowl in the books is an anti-hero. Yeah. Like he's a, he's a villain who, who has a redemptive arc over several books. Yeah. I think the idea was that Disney look, filmed it and then looked at it and then focus grouped it and went, oh, families and parents don't like the fact that he is yeah. initially a villain. He's rude. He's a rude so boy. We'll, so we'll say he's a hero the yeah. whole time basically. And the greatest. And, but they were like, but they can't be like, we'll do more filming on this. So they were just like, no, we'll just change the dialogue off screen mostly. And it worked, didn't it? Yeah, it totally worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do I have to watch the movie to understand the video? No, well, obviously don't. not because no, you, you know. yeah. he's yeah. a very nice guy. So we've done like bits and pieces together before. Um, so, and he makes great videos. Oh, so that's really yes. cool. Excellent. Uh, anyway, Falcon Winter Soldier, like you said, uh, just like a movie, <laughs> never, never coming out, whatever, whatever. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. 
Speaking of never coming out. Oh, go on. There was a New Mutants trailer that was a minute long. I didn't watch it because I'm like, I'm just going to just watch the movie at this point. I've seen. Yeah, I, did I know not, everything I, I need did to not know. Watch it, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's 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 more videos to watch this week. Yes. Uh, specifically, I've got one here. Uh, I've written here, Henry Cavill is just like us. It's just he, like us. He put an Instagram video up where he, he put a, a computer PC on. together. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I haven't watched that. I've only seen screen caps. Is it fascinating? I've seen. I watched a little bit of it. But How's I, his motherboard work? Look, I, I'll, I'll. I haven't built a PC. I don't. I can. I'll I give buy you them s- completed. Uh, well, um, Tech Spot has like a full breakdown of what, okay. he, what he did. Uh, he's got. Let's see. He's right. He's written. Uh, they've written here. As we all know, building a gaming PC from scratch isn't always without incident. We know. Cavill's first scary moment comes as he attempts to place the Ryzen 9 3900X into the Asus. ROG Crosshair 8 is, Hero Wi-Fi so motherboard. So embarrassing. As he rightly points out, CPU pins are easily breakable and he has to take the processor out, rotate and repeat it. Here's the Reset thing about this, Mason. I hate his, nerds that are diff, like different things than the nerdy things that I like. Yeah, I, can, I, I, can, I mock them <laughs> for, their, for their things that they enjoy. I can see your fury rising, like visibly. It's the, I can see a redness come out of your neck and then fill up your head. Yeah. Now that's great, man. I've, actually, that is something that... I feel like it's just beyond my comprehension, like building a PC. Also, it's been so long that since I've put any kind of PC mm. element in, like together at all, yeah. I'm sort of fascinated by the names of the like the cool stuff names. Yeah, of all right. The parts. Yeah. Uh, the NZXT Kraken Z73. Oh my goodness! The Fractal Design Define Seven. Whoa! Some of these could be made up. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. Anyway, good on him. Good on him. And yeah, he's, what's he doing with it though? What's he doing with? Is he playing his World gaming, of Warcraft? Probably Apparently, he's. he's um, a big, I think the Superman call he missed because he was playing World of Warcraft or something. There's some um, big call he might have been missed. Total War Warhammer. Okay, apparently sure. He's, yeah. He's, he, apparently, he's finished that with all mm. the races in the in the. And he loves The Witcher, the video games loves as the game, well. The Witcher, yeah. yeah. He's a big game. He's just like us. He's just like us. Exactly. Where I'm a different kind of nerd, and I don't like him. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know. You're, what I you're mean? a non-technical nerd. Non-technical. The worst nerd. kind. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Useless, skillless. <laughs> yep, that's yeah. right. You know what I hate about a lot of that kind of the graphics cardy stuff and the, the fancy modems and the chairs and the, the like mm-hmm. the special custom mouses? They all look like shit. Like they're all like fluoro and jagged. Like, like look at that router that I've got. Yeah. It's the best one I could get, right? But it looks horrible. It looks like a fucking horrible looks like a, thing. a robot crab. Yeah, like if the government were going to send a robot crab, <laughs> yeah. like a drone to come and kill you, yeah. it, would, it would have a bomb in it mm. and maybe a, a knife. Yeah. It, it, would, it would blow you up and if you were still alive it would stab you. But that's what it would look like. Could we get like a gamer chair that doesn't look like like a – like a baby's car seat mixed with a monster energy <laughs> like, <laughs> design. You know what I mean? You, uh, what about so, a nice leather bound chair? A, a baby's car seat, but it's also got like big gulp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just, Some of the baby's car seats have those. Yeah, right. But yeah, you, do you know what I mean? No, I know. Like a mean. proper fucking chair. Oh, like a gentleman's chair. I don't know, just a chair. You know how hard it is to just find a chair, like a just like a chair? plastic folding chair. Whatever. No, I want something comfortable, but yes. I want. But they're ridiculous. Oh, I know. And they got the super high back. Yeah, you know what I mean. And just like neon, glowing neon. Yeah, they're stripes horrible. Around everything. Just a fucking chair, man. Yeah. And because because I, I really struggle with chairs. Look at these chairs I got. I'm not happy about it. They're, they're fine. all right. They're yeah, fine. you know, but they're okay. Yeah, they're not yeah. like super comfortable. Mm. Anyway, whatever. And also, I don't want wheels. Not this wheel shit. Well, you're wheeling nowhere. You're kidding yourself. No, no. What if you want to wheel from one computer in one side of the room to your computer on the other side of the room? Because <laughs> you've got your gaming computer and your hacking no, computer. No, they're next to each other. You've got two monitors. Everybody knows that. 
Just two monitors. Wow. <laughs> get a load of this noob, listeners. Hey, get a load of this guy. Oh, but two monitors. Oh. Just to clarify, I actually like I don't hate any of that stuff and the people who use that stuff because it's most people. It's just that I don't like it. I think mm. the aesthetic is horrible. It's just more of a personal. Your aesthetic preference. is Boring, blank wall. I was going to say just a stack of laptops, (laughs) identical laptops. One burns out and you just start up a new one. That's exactly right. You you think he's joking, he's not. That is my genuine aesthetic. Got a laptop in the shop, Mason, this week. It's really fucking up my week. Mm. Uh, I just don't, I mean, and also the, the, they, all the key, everybody's keyboards glow now. I know. You know. I have to turn that off on my thing because like I don't need this glowing at me. I know where all the keys what are. What about those keyboards that are extraordinarily expensive and their each key is like a little LCD screen, Ugh. so you can have whatever you want on each key. Yeah, great, James. You can have all your keys in Klingon. I could. Yeah. Yeah, and then I could go outside and just bash my head into a brick wall. I could probably do that inside if I could find a brick wall. Yeah. I could get my rolling chair and roll over to the brick wall, <laughs> crack my dome into it. Do you think? Yeah. These are all things I could do. It's true. Yeah. The world's your oyster with a gaming chair <laughs> with wheels. And you said they were useless. <laughs> I did say that. You didn't goose. I? Yeah. So there you go. And again, all personal preferences. Fill your boots. <laughs> do what you want. Uh, anyway, new myths. Uh, yes. Got a trailer, but what they did announce that they're going to have a panel at next week's virtual Comic Con. Oh. Comic Con is coming to you. You used to have to go to them, and it was horrible. But now they come to you, and it's, it's not horrible. It's horrible, but different. Yep. Uh, they're not really. The lineup isn't great. There's not like your big Marvels and your DCs and your Star Warses and your whatevers. But they've got some stuff going on. Mm. We'll do an episode on it next week. I have no idea how what that's going to look like because I haven't. I've kind of. Oh, it's going to look like the, Virtua Fighter. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of PC rig do you need for that, Mason? You need a Dreamcast. It's going to be real, <laughs> it's real exclusive to get in. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything in Comic-Con that you are looking forward to in particular? Are they showing Invincible there? The trailer for Invincible? The animated one? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, that would be exciting. I did, I, I've, every now and then they update it and I skim mm. it, but I, I don't really know. We'll talk about it more next week because, to be honest, I'm more interested in DC Fandome. Where they're going to be talking <laughs> about right? new movies and video games, and that's where I'm. That's where I'm. Are you pronouncing that funny, or is it? Really no, it's Fandom. It's like the dome. The dome. Nope. Yes, Mason. Still doesn't work. It works. I think. I think they came up with that. I think they came up with that in in a meeting, and it's one of those ones that everybody agreed that it was good and they were going to use it. But by the time they'd said it enough in the meeting, yeah. they realised it was a bad name and, oh. then, and then it was too late to go. Like, well, we wrote it down. Yeah, we wrote it? it down. So it's too it's too bad, too late to, to be like, hey, can we do five more minutes in this meeting and let me change the name? What's like, wrong no. with Fandome? Is, is it's, like, it's like, you know, it's a dome from like Mad Max, Thunderdome, but it's DC Fandome instead of Fandom. Fandome. Are people battling to the death to prove who's the best fan of DC? No. Mm, don't like it then. Yeah, fair enough. You make a good point. Mm. Uh, here's something that you reminded me of before the show. It's a trailer for Star Trek Lower Decks. Yeah, right. Imagine the art style of Rick and Morty, but in a different show. <laughs> That's right. Imagine the jokes of Rick and Morty, but Star Trek. But probably more PG? Probably. Yeah. Actually, to be fair, I thought this was quite interesting. It did look fun, eh? oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. How that, also, that Final Space vibe. Did you ever watch Final Space? The first season on Netflix, Yes, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it did. Which I quite liked, I think, mm. from memory. I haven't yeah. watched the second season. This is the animation style we're locked into for the next couple of years, I think. I'm not happy about it. I liked it initially, and I think it works for uh-huh. Rick and Morty, but like, yeah. we don't need this for everything, do we? Uh-huh. I think it's one of those things where 
because people are used to it. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's like right. if you do something radically different, people are like, oh, no, no, thank you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, everything was The Simpsons for a long time, mm. including The Simpsons, which is still being The Simpsons. They announced that they're going to finish that or what? They're going to keep doing that forever or what? As far as I know, they're going to do it forever. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm. What about this trailer? Stuck, struck it, stuck out to you. Is this the Star Trek that you've been waiting for? Here's the thing. When I mentioned it to you, mm. I realised I couldn't remember anything that happens they're in the They're red trailer. shirts. They are a bunch of red shirts. They're, yeah. the lo- they're the dudes below the bloody... They're making the ship happen. They're the Lister and Rimmer of this, uh, this universe. That's a perfect analogy. Thank you. Red Dwarf, everyone. <laughs> That's exactly right. We're never going to do an episode on it. Well, we should. Mm, two people ask every time we mention it. But for That's those true. two people... Maybe it's the same two, though, it every, probably every is. week. Or the or one person with two accounts. Yes. <laughs> it's probably more likely. Uh, I, I Look, I'm just happy to see just a just a flat-out funny Star yeah. Trek property of any kind. You the Seth MacFarlane one. Where they're like, Orville. Yeah. It's not the same. But it pretty much is. No, it is. It's, I've watched a few episodes of that. It is kind of just the, the next generation. Yes. And every now and then someone's like, what a weird dick. Like, that's, <laughs> the, yeah, right. that's essentially yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Not in a bad way. I think it's quite good. I think there's some good stuff in it. Yeah. I think Are you still he, talking about the dick? Yeah. It's, it's a good, good one. There's some good stuff in it. Good rig. But I think he tried to get Star Trek. Oh, mate. Well, that, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's just doing all the stuff that, like, he loves. Like, he's trying to get involved with stuff that it's he a loves. Song as a and kid. dance, man. So, yeah. You know, he's doing yeah. all, he did a Western that time. Mm-hmm. Everybody's dying in, a, in America. <laughs> Is that what it's called? That was exactly what it's it was. It's going to make called, a yes. great poster. <laughs> um, Deadliner reporting. Yes, go on. Joe and Anthony Russo, the minds behind Avengers Endgame and Infinity War and other mm, things, yes. community and things, they've, team, they've teamed up together with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans for The Grey Man for Netflix, the biggest budget Netflix movie ever at $200 million, which might also be the same amount that The Irishman was maybe. You can tell uh, James, is, James is indicating how big the budget is with some wide-stretched arms. Yeah, but they're not all the way, are they? No, that's true. Because it's not like a you know, like, a like an Avengers Endgame. Yeah, or a Justice League. Justice League. Like all my arms. Mm. Wasn't, it's not all of them. It's like here-ish. That's true, yeah. It's big for um, Netflix because I can't imagine you'd get a return on this. I think it's one of these marquee things that's yeah, better right. for the brand than it is for the... Like you're not making profit on this. No. I wonder no. where they make their profit. Well, they don't, do they? Apparently. Oh, it's at the concession They're stand. They're like billions in debt. Oh, really? But no, they don't have that. No, no, they do. Where is it? When you turn on Netflix. Yeah. Do you not aware of this? When you turn on Netflix, mm. they set up a concession stand outside your house. Yeah. And you, you're supposed to go out there. What? And buy like drinks and popcorn and stuff. I never, I've never done that. Wow. Shouldn't they knock on my door? Pandemic, they can't. They can't, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. you, you, you are taking money out of their pockets. Right? Fuck them. I don't buy food <laughs> at the cinema. I'm not buying from a dude who turns up at the outside of my house. They have a little pizza. When I want to skim They sell ne- you a little pizza. I don't even want a little pizza. I just want to skim Netflix and then turn it off without deciding on anything. <laughs> <laughs> just a truck drives up and they, they open it up and they start the popcorn machine and it's popping away and like all the neighborhood kids are coming around like, ooh. But it's not well, it's, for them. But it's not for them, exactly. They're like, get out of here, kids. Get out of it. Get out of it. I'm waiting for James. He's going to get some of this popcorn, I hope. Sometimes he's, I'll get He's got it. like what, stripey, <laughs> yeah. like a striped striped little, apron little on. Little paper hat. Little paper hat on, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the same guy? Does he do yeah, this everybody, gets assi- everybody gets assigned a guy. One guy yeah, for yeah. every person who has a Netflix. Yeah, they're, they're no just. No wonder in the hole. They're hemorrhaging money. They should advertise that, don't you think? Yeah, but I mean, I'm not. I'm not. What if they advertised it on Netflix? I would cancel my subscription. That's a good so. point. Here's a question for you: mm-hmm. If that was really a service, yes, where you turned on Netflix and a guy turned up outside your house with food, yes, cinema food, uh-huh. 
would you be happy about that or not? No, I would be very. <laughs> I think part of you would be though. Yeah, no, I would. But then I'd feel I would feel obligated to buy something every time. <laughs> okay, yeah. And that's really cut, you know. Yeah. And, it, and is it is it uh, is it cinema prices? I'm paying five bucks yes. for Chalk Top. That's where they make their money, man. Yeah, that's true. That's where they make their money. That's fun, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, this movie. Yes. Uh, it's based on the 2009 Mark Greeny novel. It's called The Grey Man. A freelance assassin and former CIA operative. Uh, they, they go head to head. This is what the director said, Anthony Russo said about it. The movie is a real mano a mano between these two great actors who represent two different version, versions of the CIA in what it can be and what it can do. Sounds like what I've been clamoring for for years, which is Killing Eve, but for boys. <laughs> <laughs> is that what Killing Eve's about? Sort of. Sort of. I've never seen it. Uh-huh. Yeah, there it's you an go. assassin versus like a, oh, really? a CIA or like a. I heard like the a, third season not as. Good. I haven't gotten up to that season, okay, so I can't tell you. I had no idea that's yeah, what that yeah. show was about. Sandra O's in it. I know Sandra. I've been made, one of those things that I've been meaning to watch, mm, and I will watch it after I've watched everything else. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> There's so many things to watch. Anyway, this is exciting. Uh, they've, they've been producing some things. They produced that Chris Hemsworth's Helping People in India movie. Well, no, it's not it. It's it in India. He's helping. <laughs> Extraction. The boy from India, yes. Yes, yes. You know that movie. The number one Netflix movie of all time, apparently. If you were, if you were attempting to win Twitter's Explain a Movie, <laughs> a movie plot poorly, <laughs> I think you, you would have won. If Thank you. you. If, uh, Chris Hemsworth tries to he, – he tries to – Help, help a boy in India. <laughs> it's not in India. He's from India. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So there you go. That's That'll be out in... I'm unfamiliar with the Grey Man franchise, but... Mm. Uh, oh, it's a franchise, is it? I don't know. <laughs> you are unfamiliar I'm with it. I'm very unfamiliar <laughs> with it, so that would explain a lot. Speaking of Netflix. Oh, what, do, what do you think the... What do you think the uh, the process is there. Like, what what do you think they go, okay, well, this mm. this is billion-dollar franchise potential. I wonder what what it is. I think if anyone a, out there has read it, let us know what what they think about. That's a good question. I th- it's, I think it's the um. I think this could be a very standard affair Ooh. under different circumstances. Yeah, we've right. seen this means war with Tom Hardy. And <laughs> Absolutely, we Chris have. Pine yeah. or whatever. We've all seen. It, I haven't, exactly, but yeah. you know what I mean. We've seen like Mister and Mrs. Smith. Mm. We've all seen Killing Eve, which is this, but for girls. Yes. We've all seen these shows yes, that's and right. movies. So uh-huh. it's more about the execution, literally, am oh, I right? Oh, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, but I think the name's attached to this. I feel like Gosling, I think, is making moves into, like, more mainstream stuff. Yeah, right. This, The Wolfman, mm-hmm. um, that's that's it. That's Do you it. think his Lars and the Real Girl money is, is dried up? Mm, potentially. He's got to make those big bucks. <laughs> yeah. It's intolerant. Yeah, he, yeah, he wouldn't be – I mean, he'd be rich, obviously, for yes. movies. Yes. But he hasn't done, like, a – Blockbuster, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not in a while at least. Anyway, mm. he was never the Prince of Persia, but that could be him if he wanted. That's true, yeah. I bet if he said, I want to do Prince of Persia, someone They'd would do make another it Prince of Persia. <laughs> no, I think they'd be like, do you want to be God of War? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, but he's too skinny for God of War. Do you think you he, know, he bulks up? You seen that dude shirtless? Yeah, but I mean, God of War bulked up. Yeah, but they're never the same Kratos. size. Kratos. But they're never the same size as they are in the things, you know what I mean? You've got to have to accept that about. Like Captain America is not. I a refuse. <laughs> you know, Captain America's yeah, biceps yeah. are wider than his yeah, head right. in the comic uh-huh. books. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's gonna have to go with it. I reckon Cavill could be Kratos. Yeah, Cavill could, could be. Could Gosling be? But it has to be Kratos' son. It has to. Yeah, the He has to be. He has to be Prince of Persia esque. If they hadn't done it, he could have done Assassin's Creed. Yeah, that's true. But they did. He could do like a Splinter Cell, something yep. like that. Dragon's Lair. Dra- <laughs> I think no. The Night in Dragon's Lair. No, they're doing that. Oh, they? Ryan Reynolds is doing oh, Dragon's Lair. Oh, he's doing that's true, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You idiot. 
He could be Ms. Pac-Man. He could be Ms. Pac-Man, exactly, yeah. Mm. And he'd do it with style. That's true. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Netflix things, though, Project Power. It's a Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Jamie Foxx joint. Mm. You take, it's, a, it's a superhero movie where you take a pill yep. and it gives you a superpower. What's the power? You don't know until you take the pill. It gives you five minutes of power. Here's a question, and maybe it's explained in the trailer or the synopsis and I missed it. Yes. Ollie, relax. Come here. Relax. Yeah. Um, it, does it give you a different superpower every time or the same superpower? Oh, no. It seemed, I, I, based on my viewing of the trailer. Yes. Which is all the information any of us has. Mm. Uh, it seems like you, the, it unlocks whatever power you have. So it's the same power every time. So I Jamie Foxx gets man on fire. Yes, and I think yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is somewhat indestructible. Like he's he's not bulletproof, but he becomes a bit rubbery. A bit rubbery. A bit rubbery. That's right. He could become a bit rubbery boy. Oh, that's pretty good, isn't it? And then a bit rubbery man. What would you like for five minutes? Bit rubbery. Just a bit. No, uh, good question. What about the ultimate gamer? Yeah, maybe. Or your chair. Like your oh, I could do speed runs. Yeah. I could do just incredible speed runs of old games. <laughs> I could I could finish Dragon's Lair finally. But you could touch a chair and it becomes a souped up. Gaming you know, chair, sure, gaming sure. Gaming chair, yeah. Oh, that's pretty incredible. I think you could do it. What would you like to have? Uh, just silence. <laughs> just a bit of fucking <laughs> shush, mate. <laughs> just a, just a five minutes of just total, yeah, yeah, right, wow. Just a sphere forms around me yep. and I get to sit in it and it's impenetrable. Yeah, wow. And it's just white. What about like, I don't know if you remember, you know how in, in Watchmen, Dr. Manhattan can split off multiple But I can versions. be on my phone. Yeah, yeah. So you can, yeah <laughs> Nothing gets through except for, for except for Wi-Fi. Yeah. So you you can split off into Dr. Manhattan, like multiple copies of yourself. Yeah. And they they go all and do. Oh, I'd love like that. They, they help out your wife and they like mm. play games with your kid or whatever. Yeah. And then they later they rejoin with you, but you don't remember any of it. It's just... <laughs> They're like, what have you been up to? And they're like, not going to talk about it. You're like, ah, bliss. <laughs> what a joy. Yeah. I'd love that split apart power for real though. Not yeah. the forgetting thing. Mm-hmm. The other yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because i got to mow the lawn. and I don't want to. I don't know if you've seen my lawn, but it's out of control, mate. And the longer you leave it. The longer it gets. <laughs> yeah, That's the magic of so. a lawn, yeah. So it's really. So five minutes of, in- what if all you got was five minutes of incredible ability to mow the lawn? I still couldn't do it in five minutes because it's been quite wet at the moment. If You're you very tried- good though. Even then my mower's not really capable of that. It's like battery powered. The, the lawn's not a huge space. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's right, not right, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's no good. Anyway, <laughs> enough about my personal problems. Or teleporting. That would also yeah, be whatever, good. Teleporting, nice, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Teleporting. Anyway, it looks good, I think. Yeah. It's coming in July or August. Might even be it this looks month. A cut like, and I think I've said this before of Netflix stuff recently, like Extraction, The Old Guard. It's a cut above yes. what's, what seems uh, Netflix is, you know, often yes. produces. And is that star power? Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, you're right. 14th of, or you're right. I said this, 14th of August. <laughs> what I like about these Netflix movies is and shows, when you see a trailer, it's like it's just around the corner. Yes, exactly. So you have to yeah. wait you know, six months to a year to get it. So that's really cool. Because yeah. they'll announce something, I'll forget about it, and then they're like, that's out next month. And I'm like, rad. Pretty rad. Pretty rad. Yeah. The Hollywood Reporter. Oh. They're saying that Noah Centineo. He's from All the Boys You've Loved Before, Mason. Uh-huh, yes. And uh, he's going to be Atom, Atom Smasher in Black Atom. Oh, dear. <laughs> happy dear. with that? You happy with my explanation, Mason? He's going to be Atom Smasher, yes. Atom Smasher. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You lost your opportunity to call him Atom Smasher and then go and then say Black Atom. <laughs> Isn't that what I said? That would have upset everyone. Uh, I'm just trying to upset some people. Okay. I'm trying to so upset he's everybody. Atom Smasher. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So nice. uh, he's something to do with mass and size and... Yeah, he's Powers. the son of the original Atom. Yes. But the original Atom 
was just a little guy who's good at punching. Oh, that's right. But then his son Ray, is... That Ray Palmer Atom? No, or that's, the original, that's, original Atom? Yeah, that's... that's Ray Palmer's the shrinky-dink Atom. Yes. And uh, th- this guy's the Al Pratt, I think is his name. You're a fucking Pratt. What oh, come on, mate. No. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's... Uh, yeah, his his son has various atom related powers. Atom smashing I think, I think abilities. He, I think he also can become real big if he wants to. Okay, cool. Yeah. So he's Ant Man essentially. Yeah. But yeah. what if Ant Man had oh, a yes. different name? Oh. And was played by a different person. Now that's intriguing. So yeah, so, uh, he, he's also He Man. This guy. I don't know if you remember. He was cast as He Man. Oh. Yeah, I like him. He's good in things. Mm. So uh, yeah, see, he's not as big as He Man. From the comics or the television series, serial. That's also you know true. I mean? yeah. People with <laughs> different sizes, Mason. He's wow, not even that's... blonde. He doesn't even that. I mean, you just put a blonde bob on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's absolutely fine. That is true. All right. So that's cool. That's coming out. The Atom, Black Atom. Yes, Black Coming Atom. out December 2021. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? So every time I say a date, yeah, just if I don't say maybe, I mean to say maybe. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars news, Mason. Oh, yes. Is this the Bad Batch? There's a few newses, but we can start okay. with the Bad What's Batch. What's the Bad Batch? I, I've not seen these episodes of Clone Wars, but they're yeah. introduced as different variations on clone troopers because they've got special and unique abilities. Oh. This episode or series of episodes. I don't know. One not... can project a field. Really? Give them just five minutes apace. Oh, my God. I want that, Mason. That's yeah. my thing. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be set in a post-Clone Wars world. Oh, yes. And it's about them finding their place in the world. I'd imagine it will introduce, reintroduce other characters from Rebels and the Clone Wars. It's an animated series. Dave Filoni is the producer who works on The Mandalorian and these series and whatnot. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of the year in Star Wars where I'm like, We've certainly seen a lot of this era, haven't we? We sure have, We yeah. certainly have seen a lot of this, haven't yeah. we? But that being said... <laughs> but but I, people people can't get enough, well, clearly. That and I really, having not watched all of the Clone Wars, I did watch the last... Um, Season, uh-huh. the last few episodes, actually the last like three, and it was <laughs> the amazing. last ten minutes. You watch the last Pretty five much. minutes um, against uh, you know people telling me I definitely shouldn't do that, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I thought it was great. So you're saying all those people were wrong? Yeah, they were all wrong. Wow, and I was right for <laughs> once in my miserable life. Feels good. Uh, so yeah, so it's going to be the same art style, presumably as Clone. Wars? I'd imagine they always tweak it, mix yeah. it up a little. But but if you even look at the Clone Wars, it is different. Like season to season, yeah, it does uh-huh. improve in quality. Mm. Last season looked amazing, but it never looked bad. It was, it was always quite good quality. Did you see, speaking of amazing things? Mm, have I? Did you the show the... amazing. Loved it. James yeah. Sherry? That's yeah, right. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. The key was always behind the cactus. I was going to ask you where the key always, always was. Always behind the cactus. Did you see the trailer for Far Cry 6 this week? Yes. I love some... cinematic trailers that don't show any gameplay. Look, I mean, it, They're that, my is, favorite that is trailers. absolutely true, but just speaking of the... It's it's got Gian, Giancarlo Esposito from yes. Breaking Bad as the bad guy in this, mm. and that may as well be like just footage of him. It does look like that. Like I mean, looks, it's not in game, no. But those CGI renderings of people are flawless at this heck. point. Yeah. So we've come a long way since Dungeon Keeper, haven't we? Yep. I remember when I saw those CGI cutscenes. I'm like, Jesus, these are good. And I watched them recently, and I'm like, not as good. Not as good as this new Far Cry thing. That's right, yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I just, CGI trailers, they mean nothing. No, that's me. true, yeah. Yeah, but no, you're right. It does look incredible. Mm. Where are you on Far Cry games? Which ones have you played? I've I know played... you've watched me play Far Cry 2 stuck in Africa. My car keeps breaking down. I've got malaria. Do you ever play that? Oh, one? No, I played, I played two. Did you? I like play. Yeah, I okay, think yeah. I played the first three. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think yeah. I stopped at two and started at two. <laughs> yeah. I believe. Doesn't the first one have like weird, like, Supernatural elements and stuff. Uh the first one, yeah, you're on a. I think in the first one you're on a like you're a on an island, island and there's like genetically engineered mutants or they're aliens or something like that. And then two, they're just like, yeah, you're stuck in Africa. And then you get halfway <laughs> through the game and they're like, well, surprise, now you're in a 
mostly identical <laughs> map of Africa. Map of Africa. That's where I gave up on it. Yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. I remember that. Yeah. So I don't know. It's also that Ubisoft, Ubisoft open world shenanigans. Yes, exactly. Games. There's a tower and there's a thing you got to. I do want to talk about an open world game too. Also, all the all the all the most recent Far Cry games seem to be like, oh, you've you've accidentally parachuted into a some sort of weird dictatorship and uh, <laughs> you're trying to get out. Give me another. Give me another format. No, for that's a, game. a good format. Is it okay? No. Except for that one where you, you parachuted into prehistoric times and you... Oh, is that that one, is there? Yeah, uh, Fire Cry Primal. Oh, yeah. Mm. Isn't that one bad? It's not a lot to do if you don't yeah. have a million guns. No, because you've got spears and stuff. Yes. Can't make a machine gun that shoots spears. For all the, you know, just weather mapping and, and incredible lighting and, and Giancarlo Esposito looking amazing, Yeah, most of the, the appeal of those games for me is you've got a whole bunch of different guns and you just fire them off and see what they do. That's right. Yeah. Two was also the game where everything. I mentioned the car, but everything keeps breaking down. Your guns would break down. Yeah, everything uh-huh. like you drive and you'd be like, "Oh, there's an encampment. I'll just go around." And they shoot your car, and you got to get out and fix it. Yeah, you got malaria, so you're constantly <laughs> taking tablets, and you run out yeah. of tablets. That's the one. Yeah, fucking nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I you lo- could ne- you could never get anywhere in peace. No, or in one piece. Really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. So yeah. Which is why I'm enjoying my, the new game that I'm pl- to play at the moment, Ooh. which I'll talk about later. But um, anyway. Another Star Wars news Go for it. by Esquire. Alden Eichenreich was in that new Peacock show or whatever. It's a sci-fi something. It's about something. It's on Peacock. Do we even get it here? I don't know. Do we get Peacock here? There's a free version apparently. Oh. Peacock, NBC. Yeah, Peacock. NBC's Peacock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not uh, um, international relations, international spies, a couple of spies. David Schwimmer's a spy. Oh, no, that one. The one we did an ad for for something. Yes. No, not that one. That's, That's a, a different, different one. one. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Let me find the name of that show. Apparently it's good, I think. Oh. Uh, it's called Brave New World. Oh. Based on the novel Brave New World? I think so. The original novel. Oh. Aldous Huxley? Huxley. That's right, yeah. My goodness. Okie dokie. So, yeah, it's getting okay reviews. So okay, great. Get, get it in here if you can. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, they asked him, they're like, hey, you're Han Solo. You know that. And he was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I remember that movie I was in. Yeah, yeah. And they said, you're going to be Han Solo again. And uh-huh. he said, uh, I've heard some stuff, but nothing concrete. And there has been rumors of like from various Nothing said in carbonite. That's what he said. Yeah, that's what he, he said. He knows his law. Yeah, yeah he knows. That. He's, yeah, he's good. That's, that's what a if he cut. said? Nothing said in cut open a tauntin? Yeah. Boo, people would say. <laughs> say boo. Boo. They'd say boo. Uh, Nothing set in tribbles. Boo. <laughs> Double boo. Maximum amount of boos. So, oh, nothing set in mud. Harry mud. Harry mud. He's a, like a. He's like a. Um, oh, man. Star Trek. Star Trek. Con I man, do. Yeah. yeah, Rain Wilson played him yeah, in the a, most yeah. recent. I like uh-huh. that episode. Uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. So there's also been rumors that they're going to pop up in spin-off series, and Disney have been looking at various kind of incarnations of these characters and different mm. timelines and underworld stuff. And but we don't really know at this point. But the Kessel Run transmission and also LRM Online have talked about how the, there's going to be uh, in the Kenobi series. Are you familiar with the Kenobi series? They're I'm making? familiar with the Kenobi series. They've that been they're threatening making, it yes. for years, and we're finally getting it. Uh, it's going to have Clone Wars flashbacks, and it's also going to feature Hayden Christensen. He's signed on. Oh, that era you love. That era, I no, I want to. This one, I do want to see. Yeah, this uh-huh. is the one where I'm like, just make this, yes. make this, and shut it all down. I just want this. <laughs> A fine cap to the Lucasfilm era. Just then, just just blow up Lucasfilm. Exactly. After that. Then be mm. done with it. Yes. So yeah, this one is the thing I've always wanted to see. So uh, yeah, and apparently it's also going to feature Darth Vader and also flashbacks. And I think it'd be good to see Hayden Christensen again. Also, if you see Hayden Christensen now, it looks exactly the same. 
He looks exactly the same. You could easily do it. You put that wig on him. He's yeah, out there, good whatever. For him. Yeah. yeah, it's good stuff. So, and obviously, Ewan McGregor is, age, is some kind of age, ageless demon, ageless yeah. Scottish Highlander demon. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of more Star Wars news, though, Mason, go on. This is why I'm making Star Wars. Apparently, they're going to feature uh, in movies in the future. They're mm-hmm. going to be smaller in scale, more intimate blockbusters because of the economic- more intimate blockbusters. More kissing. Oh, I get it. Yeah, nice. Uh, no, as in like, you know what I mean by that, like smaller scale stuff, like a mm. Netflix movie about a mercenary or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just wants to make friends with some kids in India. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, because of the economic downturn, the world has suffered, which I think is a good idea because not every Star Wars movie has to be $200 million. And, exactly. You know, whatever. Give us a bottle episode. Give us a bottle episode. They're, they're trapped in the trash compactor. It could be called Trapped in the Trash Compactor. Would you watch it? I probably wouldn't. What about it's an anthology series called Trapped in the Trash Compactor mm-hmm. and every week a different person is trapped in a trash compactor. Is it the same? Like they keep piling into the same trash compactor? It's like no, it's, new visitors? No, because at the end they're they're always killed by the trash compactor. They're, oh. they're ultimately compacted by the trash compactor. So every week it's a different thing. And we learn their trials and their tribulations and yeah. their lives, how they ended up in the trash compactor. They tripped. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end they're crushed by the trash compactor. Yeah, they were running and they tripped? Oftentimes they were running and they tripped. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, is it, can we call it trash compacted? So you know it's happening. Oh. It's like it's a tragedy because you know it's going to happen. Trash, trash compacted. <laughs> Because of how tragic it is. Wait, is it one person in the trash compactor every week? Sometimes it's a bunch of people. I mean, if it's sometimes one, it's a school group. But if it's one person, they're crushed to death. Yeah, yeah, it's, sure. I get. Yeah, but if it's one person, what are they doing? They're doing a monologue. Woe was me. Yep. I was just a simple farmhand in the universe. Yes, it's just one person. Yeah, I don't like, want they're that. Like, they're like Shakespeare soliloquies. Yes. <laughs> Great. But, so yeah, anyway, look forward to trash compacted. Trash, trash compacted. Trash compacted. compacted. In twenty twenty one. And then it says brackets. Trage is short for tragic. Gotcha. Yeah. Further brackets because of their backstories, Makes which sense. are tragic. So this is uh, like all things that'll come out in twenty twenty one. It seems, yeah, mm-hmm. the magic Next number. Year, yeah. If everything clears up, fingers crossed. Yeah. Next year is just going to be. Oh, it's going to be a back glut. To back, mate. Oh my yeah. god, we won't have time on this podcast to no. talk about everything. No, that's right. Luckily, we've got time this week though to quickly talk about before we get into the topic. Oh, I have one bit of news, but if you, you have... that's such a good segue, Mason, well, and you just. Trage compacted it. We'll, we'll, we'll put this, somebody can edit this earlier into the. Somebody. Like, somebody so, download this episode and fix it. Fix send it back it to us. us. Yeah. Don't really. I'd appreciate it. But well, don't, I, yeah. I just thought we'd want to bring, you know, in, 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 in uncertain times, I figure it's time to bring back uh, a, a staple of this podcast to make people feel real happy about the world. Oh my God, I and love that. Shia LaBeouf news. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Stop sending that also. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but what I about the live it. version? I've seen oh, it, Mason. Right. I've seen them all. Okay. And I've watched it multiple times because it's great. Anyway, I have a note here. It was a viral hit, both of them. I've seen them. <laughs> anyway, it's a, it's a, I got a note here that says Shia LaBeouf news. Shia LaBeouf tattoos. Oh, Question yeah, mark. So I, I don't know if you're this. aware of this. He's, in a, he's in a movie called The Tax Collector. Yep. Uh, David Ayer. It's a David Ayer movie, so director of Suicide Squad and other things I haven't seen. Wow. Uh, he plays a tax collector named Creeper for a local crime lord. Uh, that cuts his profits from gangs. To truly portray the role, this is from People magazine, mm. the actor decided to actually get inked with a tattoo his character Creeper would have throughout the movie. And by a tattoo that he would have throughout the movie, it's his entire chest yes. and stomach. Like it's, it's the whole insane. front of his body. It's It says Creeper, like a sort of a, I don't know what it is. It looks like it's some sort of like Madonna, like Renaissance lady, but she's like like hugging a clown. Yeah. There's, there's, there's Mickey Mouse. Fingers doing like the the run the jewels pose. 
It's madness in there. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Why did he do this? Shia LaBeouf, man. It's probably because of what we did to him as we talked about the Transformers we movies didn't and Caravan of Garbage. Oh, yeah, that's because number two's coming up this week. That's right, yeah. We didn't do that to him. He did no. that to himself. No, just like true, these did, tattoos. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now looking at them, they're insane. But yeah. it's not the worst tattoos I've ever seen. I mean... I mean, they're not great, are they? They're not the best tattoos I've ever seen. Yeah. I know, man. This guy's got a lot going on, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I, I keep looking through these articles to be like, yeah, they're henna tattoos and they're going to disappear no, in a few weeks. They're not. Be, no, they seem to be very... No. Also, he would have filmed this like yonks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, proverbial yonks ago. God, I hope the movie's good. Yeah. It's like, the, <laughs> it's like with Suicide Squad. Do you remember people... Um, Oh, they all got tattoos that said squad. squad, yeah. Squad with a K. But when we see the, the real version, then they're going to be, those tattoos are going to be real cool. <laughs> but right now it's just like, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because remember in Lord of the Rings, a lot of them got them? Yeah, they got it the, said squad with a K. It said squad with a K, and that's Ring cool. Squad. People like those movies. Yeah. Anyway, they good on him, I guess. He's, yeah. he's making a comeback, isn't he? He's, on, he's doing a hot ones, and people are like, he's eating those wings really well. That's very and true. More respect for Shire, et cetera, yeah. and so forth. That's it's true. come a long way since Holes and Disney Channel and stuff. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Mason? Seamless segue. Yeah, seamless, seamless segue, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had an idea. We, we've, we've got this thing called BigSandwich.co. It's a website where you can sign up for $9 a month. It's, it's less than that for a week, though. If you divide that by four, that's the amount <laughs> that's that it great, will yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a bonus podcast at the moment. It's called We Got We Got This Covered. Covered. Bre- covered. It's a brainchild of you where we take, uh, we take um, uh, clickbait headlines yes. from popular culture yes. and just bloody rinse them, mate. We rinse them good. No snitches, obviously. No, absolutely do not snitch We want to us. observe from a distance. We That's exactly see. right. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of these sites also sometimes promote the things that we do and we would like to keep that happening. But <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't give a shit. But um, every fourth one is a movie commentary. Yes, that's right. But you have another idea this week. Do you want to explain that? Well, I think that we, in, uh, in addition to these things, mm. we should uh, do a new show as yes. well. Uh, and it's going to be called... Uh, the Big Sandwich Book Club. That's right, Book Club. We Big Sandwich Book Club. Uh, mm. Not not real books, obviously. Nah. That's a lot of work, but comic books. So yes. I think once a month we're going to uh, we're going to dig deep yes. into a classic comic book. That's right. And uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get people's thoughts on the comic books. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna have a big old chat about it. We're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna find new nuances. No, we won't. Okay, we're not. We're not going to do we're gonna that. Have a, we're going to have a genial chat about Correct. some comic books, some of which we've read many times before and some we've, which we've never read before. That's right. And it's going to be very exciting. And because we're doing a Marvel Comics episode this week, what did we decide on for our first comic book for next week's episode? Batman Year One. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. The DC Classic Batman Year One. That's- Frank Miller, mm-hmm. something Mazzuchelli. Correct. Uh, if you don't want to read that and send in, you know, opinions, keep them brief because the, the more we could, the more likely probably get it read out. Oh. So uh, that'll be next week's episode. So the idea would be that clickbait episode, book club, book click, club, book club, clickbait again, and then movie then a commentary. commentary. Yeah. So uh-huh. that would be for the month. That would That's be right. the, the four that we do. Yeah. Um, there's no additional cost to this. It's just obviously because it's the same amount of episodes. Yeah, right. <laughs> but if people might be interested in that. Yeah, we um, can probably set up a thread in the uh, in the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates right. Facebook group. We can also have... the Reddit, the yeah, Weekly Planet right, Reddit, yeah. which is going hot stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, so – yeah, so and each week we'll pick a different thing for the week for the next episode. Mm-hmm. If people would like to read along, send in your suggestions. Really, Please it can do, be yeah. it can be something like we could do like your Watchmen's, but we could do like new, more obscure stuff. We want to kind of keep it to, I guess, specific runs. I guess would I think say so, yeah. or graphic mm-hmm. novels would yeah, be yeah, the way yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and we'll do that until we run out of comics. I guess. 
yeah. How many so, comics are there? Seven. Uh, well, let's say there's the well, there's there's um, there's Batman. You want there's Watchmen. There's Watchmen. Yeah, there's before Watchmen. That's right. And then there's uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns. There's Dark Knight Strikes Strikes Back. Again. Yep. And then there's Dark Knight Three. Yep. Uh, and then that. The fourth one come out yet? It's not out no, yet. I don't think it's out yet, but that'll okay. we'll put that on. Yeah, yeah. There's the Watchmen uh, sequel comic. What, Doomsday Clock? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. That's it. Is that it? Um, yeah, that's it, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Walking Dead. Walking Dead's the out. TV show. Yeah, yeah. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all, what we're going to be covering. That's all, so we can do like six, six or seven weeks of this and then yeah. it'll be, yeah, cool. Very exciting. So yeah, send your opinions. It's called Book Club. How do we spell big that? Big Sandwich Book Club. We had a big discussion about it. We don't really know. That's we up to you. We don't even know if this is the final <laughs> title for it. So uh, that's what we've decided. Yeah, but if you want to, if you want, to, if you have some thoughts about, mm? uh, if you want to, you know what? Give if you even if you're a big fan of uh, Batman Year One, give it a fresh read. Yeah, and give us I know a fresh I am. take. Yeah, and then email in just a weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com mm? with the heading Big Sandwich Book Club. Yes, uh, Batman Year One. And if you want to cheat and watch the movie. Like a real book club. <laughs> That's right. You're absolutely allowed That's to do right. that. Also, there's a very likely possibility that with a, like a lot of book clubs, yes. uh, no one will read it. <laughs> and then we'll all get there week one and be like, so did anybody? And we'll go around the circle and everybody will be like, yeah, I actually didn't have time. Or man. we all pretend that we did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which nice. Is, but we're all drunk also. It's true. We've all got white we've all wines. We've all had a white wine, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we've all had two white wines, and that's too many usually. Especially for the daytime. Yes. All right. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, NYX, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, 
all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. We're going to talk about Marvel books to get into, isn't it? Entry books. Yeah, entry books level books. where you go, how do I read a book? Right. We'll tell you. Step by step. Yeah. We're looking at the wiki how right now on how to read a book. Wait a minute. I think there is one. Definitely. I'm going to look it up very quickly. (laughs) We got distracted straight off the bat. I think that's good. How to, first one's how to make friends, Mm. which I hope is what other people have Googled, not what I've Googled earlier. (laughs) (laughs) How to get rich, how to sleep, how to flirt. Those are all interesting. Oh, how do you? How to read a book. It's on there. How to read a book. Hang on. Well, it's how to read a book, how to read palms, how to read minds, how to read music. There's how to read a book that's actually a book. 
WikiHow has a has three ways to read a book. <laughs> I don't think we need to get into it. But WikiHow has how to read a novel, fourteen steps with pictures. Oh wow! Yeah. There's a, yeah, so there's also a 1940s, uh, the actual Wikipedia page is a 1940s book on a uh, philosopher b- book. It's all like, it's not really about reading a book. It's probably about a greater thing. Like what a book is ultimately. Uh, one of them is <laughs> Dimensions of Reality. Okay. Uh, yeah, so what are we doing? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know, all right? <laughs> Anyways, we're here to talk about some entry-level Marvel books. Yes. These aren't necessarily the best books. These are books where you go, hey, I really like the X-Men. Hey, I really like Hawkeye. Hey, I really like whatever. Read some of these. Sure, yeah. And th- these might be a good jumping-off point. So they're not too complicated. You don't need to know all of the characters and everything that's happening in the universe to jump into these. We that's hope. true. Any kind of base-level understanding is obviously helpful. But, uh, yeah, that's where we're going to go from. Isn't that right, Mason? That is absolutely correct. Do you want to start with mm-hmm. the go main on. man himself? Lobo from DC Comics. That's right. You've ruined the premise already, all right? God. <laughs> you said Lobo. I mean, I was going to say Lobo, but... <laughs> yes. Uh, do you want to start with Iron Man? Yes, please do. Oh, well, there's obviously the Demon in the Bottle storyline where Tony Stark is a drunk, and he's but like, I'm drunk. But that's obviously many years. That's old. Past. Yuck. He's wearing his old suit. He's standing Yuck. in front of a mirror. We've yep. all seen it. Yeah, yeah we've, we, we're aware of it. I'm going to recommend The Invincible Iron Man yes. by Matt Fraction, who's one of my favourite writers. Terrific. And the artist is Salvador La Roca, and it's just some tremendous... Go, go, Google, go Google Invincible Iron Man. I know what it looks like. Okay, cool. It's just <laughs> just tremendous art, tremendous writing. It's kind of, you know, it's it's Iron Man versus a lot of his old, his sort of rogues gallery, old and new. Yes. Uh, it's kind of, it's it's got corporate espionage. It's got bloody just... just just armored battles in the skies, kind of thing, and it's got like if you are only familiar with Iron Man from the movies, mm. uh, it, one of the villains is Ezekiel Stane, who is the son of Obadiah Stane yes. from Iron Man One. Anyway, it's just it's just tremendous. Uh, it's him versus Justine Hammer. All right, okay, who is a relative of Justin Hammer, obviously from Iron Man Two. Yes. Uh, anyway, the art is tremendous mm. and it's it's great. I I don't know how many, it's maybe like. Maybe like four, 40 issues, but you don't have to go through all of them. Just uh, the, the as many as you want. As many as you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Start at forty, go backwards. There is. Uh, it it does tie in a little bit with I think the original Civil War uh, storyline, which okay, is the, sure. There was a superhuman regi- registration act, and some of the heroes had to go on the run. So there's a there's a there's a story arc. I think it might be the second one where Tony Stark has to go on the run. He's being pursued by. He's Norman been Os- Civil War. Yeah, he's been Civil War. He's been yeah. pursued by Norman Osborn, right, right. formerly the Green who's, Goblin, who's now uh, Iron Patriot at this point. Yes, and yeah. so he's being Iron Man is being pursued, and Norman Osborn wants the the Iron Man technology. So mm. Tony Stark has to sort of go around the world and delete all the the, the Iron Man secrets, which is kind of all oh, right. He has to destroy like Iron Man armors that he's sort of cased around the world, and he also has to delete all the knowledge of Iron Man from his brain. So mm. it's kind of like this storyline where he's—it's a race against time, and it's a race against kind of his own mind. Yeah, right. Okay, uh, cool. So that's that's a that's there's a little bit of a tie in there, but you, yeah, you you, you, you get, get it, it. From, you get it from context. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, that was really good. Uh, another popular one is, of course, Iron Man Extremis, which some of the elements were worked into Iron Man Three. The the uh, well, uh, some the, the stick on suit, the suit that yeah, sticks the, some on. Yeah, some of the some of the the elements were brought in for Iron Man Three, but the design of Iron Man himself mm. in the movies is based almost entirely on. Yeah. Uh, I think he's a Russian artist. His name's Adi Granov, and yes. he did the art for that, and it is just just phenomenal. Looks, it's schmick. Looks really good. Yeah. It's uh, it's Iron Man versus uh, these these do, sort of domestic terrorists who have. Uh, one in particular who's infected himself with this thing called Extremis, mm. and he's just got all all, co- all sorts of cool guns. 
He's, he's, no, he's mor- like a weird morphing, spitting blood nightmare man. Yeah, he really kind of is. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's kind of yeah, and he's also a lot faster than Iron Man because he doesn't have the the connection between him and the suit. There's like so he's got instant reaction. So Iron Man's like, I'm too slow for this. I need a better suit. But he doesn't get one. He's killed. <laughs> Just kidding. Or am I? Uh, what else have we got though? Should we do another character? Let's do another character. Should we do Wolverine? Sure. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got for Wolverine? I mean, there's the '80s stuff. You know, <laughs> Frank Miller, which uh-huh. is good stuff. Uh-huh. It's a great jumping off point and whatever. This isn't probably a good one to start with, but Death of Wolverine with Charles Soule and Steve McNiven. Obviously, it's about the end of his days where he well, dies. Well, you know what you're getting, don't you? Yeah. But it's about you know he's being. If you want a short run of yeah Wolverine, he's being hunted. He's dying. Yeah, mm. it, it's got a definitive end. That's more like if you know the character from the movies, I would say, then you'd probably get more out of that. Yeah. You don't, you don't need the extensive backstory of the character. Old Man Logan by Mark Millar and Steve McNiven as well is really great. But do you think that one is inaccessible? Yes. Because it does bring everything else back in. See, I think it works on its own as a fun story where you don't need to know anything about the characters that he comes across. I, I love that universe. There's like an Old Man Quill came out recently and there's a Hawkeye prequel to this. But that's this is probably not a good one to start with. Now that I'm saying it out loud, <laughs> all of these things, yeah. Mm. There's that Wolverine one, which the movie's loosely based off Origin or whatever. I hate that one. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. But people use would could use it as a jumping. That's the thing. Point. Like I feel I have been. I feel a lot of the modern uh, Wolverine stuff for me personally. It has it 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 gave away too much of his his origin and yeah. the the fun of it disappeared for me. Mm. But maybe I'm wrong. Like I, I look at Wolverine and I think it's kind of like he feels like kind of a fanboy character. Yeah, right. Where it's like, well, he's because he's know, the best at everything. He's the best at everything, and I'm, I'm sure that's an inaccurate. I'm sure there are some incredible Wolverine stories out there. I just name I've, one. Well, you can't. I can't. That's the thing. But that's because of I've I've avoided him for so yeah. many years. Uh, but yeah, like the Chris Claremont stuff from the eighties. I, I still yeah. really really enjoy. Yeah, it's, and again, it's 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 Wolverine as kind of a. Well, I guess because that, that's the thing. He's he's, he's kind of a, a scrappy, but otherwise sort of a scrappy and vulnerable kind of character. Yeah. He's he's more compelling to me because he could die at any moment. Yes, and it's less compelling when he can take you know a yeah. volley of bullets to the brain and he's fine. Exactly. Yeah. So. Depending on the version that you get, mm. but I guess that would probably be a good opportunity to move into X Men books because, of course, there's a lot of good Wolverine books because he's part of a greater team. Oh, you know, I think the best run to start with for me. Uh, the new X Men by Grant Morrison and Frank Quietly. Uh, it's it's sort of like it's sort of a retelling, I guess, almost. Or it starts it, no, not really. It starts off at a point where you don't need to know anything about the X Men prior. Mm-hmm. They're all at a school, and that's all you kind of need <laughs> right. to know, right? Uh huh. Sure. I guess you'd probably need to know a little bit about Magneto as their main villain because that kind of factors into later on in the story. But yeah, yeah, I guess that's I true. Yeah. I think about it. Maybe this isn't a good jumping off X Men book because I'm thinking about all the stuff that happens in it's that book. It's harder than you'd think. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I yeah. think that's the problem with you know team books as well because there's so many different characters that you need mm. to work in, and they all have these backstories. Here's a better one: X Men Magneto Testament, uh, which is uh, uh, his origins because people might probably know. But he started in a concentration camp in World War Two. Yeah, right. And so it kind of tells that story, which we get a little bit of in the movies, like the first X Men movie and X Men. Uh-huh. Uh, first class. So, yeah, it's not so much an X-Men book as like an exploration of why this man is the way he is. Mm. Yeah, right. The X-Men cartoon. Perfect. If we're, if we're talking comics, what about that cartoon? Perfect. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what about uh, The Punisher? All I've written here is 
Uh, I'm I'm not a huge fan. Uh-huh. I, I love him popping up in things like yeah, he pops right, up in right. Civil War and whatever. But they okay, just, sure. Just, well, <laughs> the one I'm talking about is from I I think probably 2000 or 2001. Mm. It's by uh, Garth Ennis is the writer and yep. Steve Dillon, uh, and it's uh, Garth Ennis is probably best known for a DC series called Hitman. Yeah, uh, it's sort of a very grimy, super powered Hitman universe kind of situation the perfect melding of worlds yeah exactly uh but he did a marvel night series called welcome back frank and it's basically just back to basics uh the punisher yes and it's 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 the punisher versus you know the whatever new mobs have have sprung up in taking his, the in place his, of the old his, his temporary absences and it's just like just one man killing machine as you yeah. as you would know him and it's got kind of like it's it's Garth Ennis is very known for like you know cheeky kind of black humor and mm. and it's just uh, some of it was brought into the Punisher movie with Thomas Jane oh right isn't there a bit of Warzone as well? Yes. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, the Russian and the Punisher sort of the Punisher also sort, sort of moves moves into a new neighborhood with a bunch of colorful characters who sort of become. Oh, that very much cast. is that that Thomas Jane movie. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, and it's uh. Real good. It's real it's, good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll have like a little adventure with Doctor Strange in other comics, but they're probably inaccessible, right? Yes, exactly. You yeah. have to know who Doctor Strange is. Yeah. How are you on Hulk books, Mason? I love the Hulk run in the '90s by Peter David, mm-hmm. which was where he he became the Grey Hulk, and then he became a Savage Hulk, and then he became the Professor Hulk. Yes. But again, that's a that's a lot to take in. That certainly uh, is. Yeah. You really only need to know the basics of the Hulk. Yeah. He, uh, he got exposed to gamma rays and now he's really mad about he's real it. He's mad about it, doesn't yeah. like it. It's a real snowflake for gamma rays, you know? Yes. Uh, and you run The Immortal Hulk. That's a but, great one. I have read yes. most of that, I think. I have not read all of it. That's Al Ewing and Joe Bennett. Mm. That's how I say it. Uh, but I don't, because, but it starts off with the Hulk is, is being killed yes. and he comes back to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know whether that's like. Well, that's the thing because it's not. Uh, like it's a great run, but. It is a great run, but it is not. If you have, if you were expecting the Hulk, if you were expecting Mark Ruffalo's The Hulk. I was. Then you are not going to get that, my friend. Mm. Not even a little bit. <laughs> no, he even mentions that. It's like, I'm not your Mark Ruffalo Hulk. I'm That's a right. different Hulk. Mm. Yeah. Do you think he's one of those characters that, like they've done in the movies, they often don't know what to do with him, so they just team him up with other characters and, you know, he's part of the Avengers and those are kind of his most iconic moments that they get out of him. Yeah, right, right, right. Mm. Because, you know, often in the movies it's like, what do we do with this guy? People hate these movies. Hmm. Oh, you know what I will recommend? Yes. It's called Hulk Season 1. Mm-hmm. It's from probably 10 years ago. Okay. Uh, and it is sort of like they, it's, a, it's, a, it's a retelling of the Hulk's origin. Yes. But with all like newer elements sort of added in. So you know how uh, Thunderbolt Ross became the Red Hulk. He did. And, and we didn't know it was him because the mustache just Exactly. Well, that's, that's sort of been retooled into the origin. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, Fred Van Lent wrote it and the artist, who I cannot recall, did some good art on it. Wow, really? Yeah. I'm going to Google it real quick. Some of their best work, would some you say? Some of their best work, yes. Very um, good. Tom Fowler is the artist on that. But it's, okay, gotcha. Uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a real solid grounding, I think, in the Hulk if you, if you were unfamiliar with his work. Absolutely. Of smashing things. Of smashing things. Hawkeye. I think the definitive run of late is uh, Matt Fraction's My Life as a Weapon. My Life is a yeah, Weapon. Here's some Tom Fowler Hulk, Hulk rage. Oh, that's slick. That's I mean, a, he's not green in that image. This is a black and white. Uh, so obviously yeah. he's got that could be any Could be any <laughs> giant angry man. You're right. With a bowl cut. Yeah. But yeah, that does look really good. So yeah, Hawkeye, My Life as a Weapon, Matt Fraction. He's he's on the streets, you know. He's he's having little adventures, yes. Because he's a guy who lives in an apartment, but he's also a guy who shoots bow and arrows for a living. And it's 
you know, it kind of pokes fun at a bit of that, but it also shows that he's quite dangerous, this guy, if you uh, – yeah, but he's also very. Uh, he can get punched a lot. If- as as you know, as we have poked fun at Hawkeye as a concept and as a character many times. Sure, uh, based on the version in the movies and and all kinds of stuff. But mm. you know, you when you see a character like that, you want to know there's a reason how they can hold their own on yeah. a team of gods and monsters and why is he doing this as well? Exactly right, <laughs> and that's and I yeah, I think um, that particular series does a really good job of explaining yeah, that. Really- and also colorful cast of characters. Colorful cast of. Characters. Is that the one that introduces the second Hawkeye? I believe so, yes. But, or it, she's introduced, or she's just in it and she's been in other things before that. But <laughs> yeah, she's right, definitely right. in it, mm-hmm, yes. regardless of uh, of what mm. you think, Mason. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Captain Marvel. Okay, uh, the definitive one that I like is yes. by um, Kelly Sudaconic. Oh, it's one I, that was my We're one. We're allowed to have David the same one. No, we're not, Mason. This isn't a competition. You're talking about higher, faster, further. Higher, further, faster, more? Higher, yes, further, I further, do. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. 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 I've written that wrong here, but I have read it, and it is great. And it also introduces the idea, the senior Captain Marvel, that Captain Marvel's cat is actually a weird space alien. Yes. And Rocket Raccoon's like, that's not a cat. I'm going to kill that. She's like, it's just a cat. But it turns out it's not a cat. Yeah. But in the the comic books, the character's name's Chewie because she's obsessed with Star Wars. And it was. Which is weird to me that they didn't put that in the movie. Do you find that odd? <laughs> yeah, it is. I think because they change it to a uh, Top Gun reference because it's Goose. Oh, it's Goose. So that's right, right. The, that was the idea behind it, yeah. But I still like, given that Disney owned both Marvel and Star Wars, you would think that would be a fun little cross promo. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is Star Wars crossovers enough, mm. isn't there? In there really Marvel, is. Yeah, they're yeah. like, remember Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, so Sometimes yeah, yeah, they yeah. shout that when those mm. movies are happening. But yeah, I think yeah, yeah. if you're a fan of the modern, if you're a fan of that movie, this is like the closest version of that. Yeah. Yeah. And she gets a real, you know, she gets, she gets a great character arc. She feels like very much like a real person who has, you know, incredible powers, but also has, you know, a life apart from that, which I think is really good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've got many Black Widow stuff, but the one I'd say it is worth mentioning is it's Black Widow Deadly Origin. And it just tells you kind of all the stuff about her you need to know, I guess. Going into the movie, I guess it's as good as any to to check out. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I haven't read a lot of Black Widow stuff, but look, if you've read like any of the like um, the major story beat story books, comic books, Avengers <laughs> books, if you've read books, but she'll start show up in like she'll show up in a Daredevil, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a, she's a main player in the Avengers. If you need somebody to come in and go, I've got some secrets. She'll do that. She'll do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. She'll do that. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that movie will be good. I hope it's good. I think, yeah. I'm a, I'm a bit mixed on in-between calls, but... Uh, right, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess the, 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 the main problem is how do you build tension for a main character who you know is dead? Yeah, unless it is an alternate reality Or it's a fake out. Or it's a fake out, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Do you think it could potentially end with her stuffing the real Black Widow in a closet, some sort of clone <laughs> situation, and then this Black Widow... Well, it could be that. It could be somebody comes and snatches her out of time. The yeah, whole thing's in another dimension yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of different you know yes situations going on. There are a lot of different situations. You cannot deny it. Yeah. Uh, have you read uh, Daredevil Yellow? Is that a prequel of sorts? It's when he's still wearing the yellow costume. Yeah, it's sort of. It's sort of. It's it's kind of more of a throwback because that's the ori- the original costume. Is that? I think I've read everything around that. So I read Spider Man Blue. Yeah, because there's a bunch of them. There's yeah, it's, Hulk Gray. That's right. It's Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale. Yeah, I believe. yeah. And yeah, the, all, I think all their versions of the, the kind of they're sort of like 
loose reboots, I guess, sort of retellings, yeah. uh-huh. I would say, yeah. So for people who don't know, prior to Daredevil wearing his, you know, fearsome red leather costume mm. or his bulletproof costume a la the, the TV series, yeah. uh, he wore a ridiculous yellow and red costume. Yeah, that's right, yes. yeah. Because to, to represent being scared? Being scared, yeah. Oh, right, okay. He wanted the, the villains to know that he also was scared. Mm. So, yeah. Matt Fraction had a good run on Daredevil as well. Uh, Man Without Fear. Obviously, is a, is a classic Daredevil tale, mm. Frank, uh, Frank. One that Miller. I quite like, I don't know if it still holds up, mm. is is Kevin Smith's Guardian Devil. Yeah, right. Yeah, which was a which again was a Marvel Knights. That really kind series. of he'd done comics before, but that really kind of solidified his. I name remember in enjoying comics. that one a lot, mm. but I've not enjoyed any other comic work he's done since. Okay, so it makes me think my memory is faulty. Maybe your memory's better than ever, mm. and it is an excellent book. But that that features kind of like uh, like Ka- his girlfriend Karen Page has these you know hit rock bottom and mm. all this sort of stuff and it's it's them dealing with that i don't know i hope it's still good yeah somebody reread that and tell me if it's any tell good. mason whether yes. he whether, whether mason would think it was good now uh-huh you want to do captain america yes we can't say civil war can we <laughs> <laughs> there's too much of it too much going on yeah again the the, the version the the one of them you know i say most recent but it's mm. it's years old at this yeah. point you know where the Ca- captain america dies and his role is replaced by various people. That is yes. a phenomenal run. It's incredible, but it's not a it's not a easy grounding into Captain America, mostly because he's deceased for most yeah. of it. Do you think you could start at the Winter Soldier run though, where Bucky shows up again? Because I think it delves into the origin of those characters. Yeah, I think so. Enough. Yeah. Do you think you could start with the one where Captain America is a werewolf? No. Hmm. I don't know. I think maybe you could. Oh. Do you think you could start with the one uh, where he rides a big dinosaur on a planet full of hulks? And he's got a ponytail. <laughs> I really like that one. Yeah, you definitely could. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. some of my favourite Captain America stuff is like the, the big events that kind of shift in him. You know, the one where he turned evil. But you wouldn't be like, the first Captain America book you should read is yeah. the one where he's turned into a Nazi. Like it's not a good jumping no, exactly. off point. Exactly. Again, know? Captain America White I think is very good. It's yeah. the, the, the retooling of the origin mm. by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. Um, I've really- bought it. I haven't read it. Yeah, but I should digitally or digitally. Yeah, okay, right. It's just sitting there. Yeah. That is that's a good one, and it's kind of it's kind of got a a look and a feel. It does have a look and a feel. It does because yeah. I I don't know. I guess I guess it was made with I I guess it was penciled with like a, a very Love. specific charcoal yeah wash to it, and it looks amazing. I don't yeah, know. Right. So okay, cool, excellent. Hang on, man, I'll find you a little image of it. Let me. You know, I've you seen know. it. Oh, I guess you've seen the cover. That's probably true. <laughs> No, I have like I flicked through it and been like this looks good, but I haven't yeah, I haven't actually read it yet. God, look, it's it's just got a like a yeah like a watercolor. Maybe it's watercolory. I don't know, but it just looks just just beautiful. It's also not what you come to expect from that that team together visually. That's true. Yeah, yeah which isn't a bad thing, mm. or is it a bad thing? What am I even saying at this point? The only uh, shock you would get as a as a Captain America movie watcher to this this particular comic version, I mm. guess, is because it seems a little more hokey. Yeah, but I guess Captain America: The First Avenger was quite sure. hokey in a lot of ways, kind of. Yeah, thing. and then as things go on, he's like, everything's terrible, actually. Yeah, right. Everybody's mm. tricking me, doing tricks. Everyone's <laughs> tricking me and doing tricks. <laughs> but I think the same could be said for a lot of the characters that they they're not similar. Because if you look at Iron Man, he's like he's essentially Robert Downey Jr. But in the comics, he's very kind of stoic and hard lined, and in mm. a way that. He's sort of not in the movies. They're, they're different interpretations. Mm. And I think that's more kind of bled in as... And obviously movie yeah. Captain America can, can hold his liquor and... Yes. Oh, sorry, movie Iron Man can hold his liquor, but uh, yeah. comic book one's like, exactly. wah, wah, I'm an alcoholic. We get it. Jeez. Get, dear God. Get over You've it. You've got a demon in a bottle. <laughs> 
That's the only thing you got in that bloody bottle, mate, is empty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got him. You got yeah, him. I did get him. It's true. Uh, Black Panther, there's one I want to ask you about in particular. Yeah, right. I want to say uh, Reginald Hudlin and John Romita Jr. did Who is the Black Panther? Okay. It's like a retelling of the origin and you get kind of a brief history of it being passed down as a mantle to the different generations Uh and all the different eras of civilizations trying to get into Wakanda and them just like really messing people up and the world just getting madder and madder Uh that they're – that they're uh, kind of holding off technology and not being able to basically exploit all the things they have to offer. It's, it's one by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was of... in the middle of mine, but sure, Mason, oh, okay. let's talk he's, about he's yours. Still, he's still going. He's still going. Okay, cool. All right. I was just going to quickly say that it also talks about we've got all these technologies, like we could cure cancer. Maybe we should in yeah, the world. Exactly. And they're yeah, like, yeah. why? They'll just turn it into a weapon. There's no point. Mm. But sorry, you were saying while I was saying. <laughs> Have you finished saying though? I finished. Okay, so it's Tana Hizzy Coates, uh, journalist and author. He's he's yeah. writing this one, and it's Brian Stelfreeze, I think, on the art. Mm. It's it's probably less accessible than that one, yeah, because it does it sort of dumps you into the middle of the action. But I think it's quite you get a handle on it. But it, yeah. it's kind of it's again it's it's seemingly a perfect uh, country. Yeah, but it's you know there, there's there's civil war, there's there's unrest. It's kind yes. of like you know what what do we do in a world that is that is you know seemingly perfect and you know but are there are there forces but you know it's sort of bubbling beneath the surface that yeah. want to cause a revolution or destroy this society for their own ends kind yes. of thing. You know, absolutely. Uh, you know what what why you know there are there are people who want to hold on to the Wakandan traditions and people who want to put them in a bin. Put them in a bin. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah, oh, good. Okay, and there is that. another one from again Marvel Knights mm. from many years ago. Uh, it's by an, uh, um, an author called Christopher Priest, and it is it's less sort of insular and it's more focused on Black Panther, a guy who's like like if you if you want to if you want a, uh, a Black Panther storyline about a Black Panther who's like cool and capable, yeah. and kind of funny, and it's it's uh, it's. I, th- I think it was just. I think it's just Marvel Knights Black Panther. Yeah, right. But it's just him out in the world, just solving mysteries. Just, just, just no, just, just, just taking down bad Puzzles. guys and solving problems. Solving problems. There, there's a very crosswords. Sp- no, there's a very <laughs> like specific. There's a there's a one that I remember enjoying a lot, which is he has to go into a building and and sort of talk down Mephisto, who yeah. is like the Marvel Comics equivalent to the devil. Yeah. Uh, and again, he he's omnipotent. And omniscient, and we see this, you know, this this war of words between Mephisto and 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 Black Panther. But it doesn't it doesn't end in the way you think because he's, you know, Black Panther is a little bit like Batman. He, he yeah. doesn't just go into a he doesn't go he's into a situation. Not winging it, yeah, he's not winging it. He's got a, he's got a plan, and it ends in a way you would not you would not suspect. And that's it's, right. It's very, yeah. it's very fun. I oh, like very that good. Lot. Yeah, that, but then again, that whole season is that whole series is really really good. yeah absolutely. There's some good recommendations for you, isn't it, Mason? Yes. Ant-Man. Uh, Irredeemable Ant-Man is by Robert Kirkman. Uh-huh. Who people would know he's d- done, done the, did and it's done. He finished it, The Walking Dead. But hey, that's, not the, that's not the Ant-Man from the movies. No. It's neither Ant-Man from the movies, no, though, is it? Eric O'Grady, who's yes. a horrible person, uh-huh. who steals the Ant-Man suit and uses it to be terrible, but then decides to do some good stuff in the yeah, end. Right. Mm-hmm. And also looks at things like, if Ant-Man was really small, but he punched you with the full force of a man, he'd probably punch a hole right in you. He's probably, yeah. <laughs> you know, things like that. Yeah. So uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp also, like the name of the movie, but different, uh, by Tim Steely and Victor Olazaba. Yep. Yep. That's It's not Ant-Man and the Wasp like from the movie. It's Eric O'Grady and Hank Pym teaming up for an adventure. Oh. And Eric O'Grady is the Wasp. 
or Hank Pym's the Wasp. One of them is the Wasp, but <laughs> okay. I can't remember. Uh-huh. I, I haven't read it in a while, but it's really it's a really fun adventure because it's because I guess it's technically the most noble Ant Man, which I guess is Hank Pym. I guess, sure, right. Uh-huh. Even though he's awful and done awful things to the comics, with like the slimiest and the sleaziest one, and they're and they're working together on an adventure. Uh huh. Yeah, that's good. sound like fun. That's fun. So yeah, no Scott Lang stuff from this guy. Though there is that uh, good comic where he, he fights the guy in the best suit. <laughs> Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he gets him confused with the because he doesn't know which Ant Man he is because there's so many different Ant Men. Yeah. Mm. Any Ant Men for you? No. There's enough Ant Men. I don't know anything, but I I don't. uh, Yeah. I mean, it's it's an intriguing concept, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What about Deadpool, Mason? Let's just watch that video we did on Deadpool (laughs) ruining Spider Man's day. We we talk about that comic. Uh But uh, I think he's kind of a hard character to go in on because a lot of his adventures involve him being meta in a comic book universe and interacting with other characters and you have to kind of know those characters to know why he's annoying yeah. to that character. Yeah. I guess. He's mm. he's not I'm a bit kind of deadpooled out to be honest. So I don't really I'm, I'm not also a huge deadpooled fan, out, yeah. but people out there if there's a definitive Deadpool comic book that you can just jump into. Deadpool kills everybody or whatever. Not that one. Yeah. Uh if you want like a like a if there's if there's a, been a recent Deadpool run that mm. is a a really good refresher and it's like a, a refreshing of that the, yeah. the concept if you can just jump in and be like i don't want to know about a version that's that's um like teaming up with cable all the time or what have yeah. you i just want like a like a fresh start to those characters i don't i don't want to learn about all these millions of uh supporting characters and stuff like that i would just like to just give me a just give me a, a snapshot a, a clean start yeah that's right exactly i'd say if the movies probably do a better so job of condensing go, right? yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Just watch a movie. Why are we even talking about this stuff? I Just don't watch know. a movie. What were we thinking? Uh, Thor, for, uh, The Goddess of Thunder by Jason Aaron is great. It's where somebody takes over the mantle of Thor. I guess by now, if you know things about the comic book universe and what movies they're making. You'll know, but we won't spoil it right now. No, even we though we've spoiled spoil it many, right. many yeah. times <laughs> in the past. Hundreds of times, probably. Yeah. Uh, so there's a new Thor and it's the original Thor has become unworthy for reasons that you find out later. But it's all, it's not just it's all a, his unpaid parking that's tickets. That's right. But it's also not just about Thor. There's other uh, like the, the new female Thor. Mm-hmm. Thor, the original Thor, is also going on Thor adventures because he's like, I lost my hammer. Mm. And he rides a big goat sometimes, yes. doesn't he? Yep. <laughs> or a ram? Yes. That also might is, be a yeah, different yeah, yeah. comic. No, that's, but, yeah. that's what you're thinking of. Yeah, but off, I like Thor. He's off to City Hall to pay his parking yes. tickets. But I also like Thor without his powers as well. I think it's interesting. I think it is intriguing, He's also yeah. defined, he's not defined by the magic hammer. He's, he's Sometimes he has a big club or whatever. Do you think he'll get his regular hammer back in the movies? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I would say so. Do you think so? Point. I feel like he probably won't just because I think that the uh, the last couple of movies he's have, He's grown beyond it? He's grown beyond it. He's sort of, we've, yeah, he's moved beyond it. Like at the end of Ragnarok, you know, yeah. he gains his incredible, you know, he, 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 Reaches sort of the pinnacle of his powers, and it's like, well, he doesn't seemingly doesn't need. Well, he needed against Thanos, didn't he? Didn't guess, he? Yeah, but but I guess he did give it away, didn't he? Yeah. Like he gave it back, which yeah. kind of signifies that he doesn't he really chili need it. it. He chili peppers it. That's right. That he doesn't really need it. Yeah. yeah. Also, he's got the axe. He's got the he? axe. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I said yeah, club yeah. before. I meant to say axe. But uh, <laughs> yeah, um, this is something I have literally nothing for. So I was hoping you'd be able to fill it in. Go ahead. Fantastic Four. There is a fantastic run by. Mark Wade, mm-hmm. and oh, I think the aunt's passed away since then. Mike Waringo, right? And it is just it's again it's 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 Mark Wade gets the Fantastic Four. Like yeah. it's they're not fighting bank robbers. They're not like they're not like oh there's terrorists. We're the Fantastic Four. We've got to stop this. It's kind of thing. It's like it's we're explorers. We're going through the universe. 
we're encountering crazy stuff. We're dealing with crazy stuff. Wouldn't that be a good movie to see? Pretty good, right? Yes. <laughs> As opposed to like, Johnny, you've got too many sponsors. Yeah, right, exactly. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like they're sort of, they're, they're, they're trailblazing out in the universe. And this also particu- uh, in, in specifically, gosh, I wonder when it came out. Uh, 100 years ago, right? Wouldn't be 100 years ago. Mm. 2011, so it's nearly 10 years old, but I think it still holds up. Again, it's, you know, it's timeless because they're not relying on, they're relying on insane Fantastic Four technology, so it doesn't really, yeah, you know that the, the, the year it came out is not really relevant. But this sure. is this is also the run in which they meet God. Oh, okay. Their universe is Jack Kirby, the creator of. of I Fantastic get it. Four. You get it. You get is it. Things. Like when uh, Kirk met God. It is exactly like when Kirk <laughs> met God. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Okay, that's cool because I've actually that's I'm someone who hasn't read much Fantastic Four. Uh huh. Because I have read like the original issues, uh-huh. you know how they get their powers and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I want something a little bit more updated, so that uh-huh. sounds good to me. I mean, but it is. Uh, it's Mike Waringo's art is quite. It's very comic booky. It's quite stylized. It's mm. not. Uh, you there are Fantastic Four storylines where they are, you know, photorealistic versions of themselves. Yeah. Uh, you're not getting that here. You're also not getting bearded Reed Richards, oh, which is the the no. one. That, that, How's John Krasinski going to play him in a movie? I don't know. What's all that fan art for then? It's a waste of time. Sorry, I'll bend this one. <laughs> okay, terrific. Uh, I guess would you want to wrap things up with Spider Man? We've definitely missed characters because there's a billion. Ca- like you could go through each of the X Men. You know what I mean? We could we could do in humans. Well, I couldn't, but we could, but we could do it humans. You know, yeah, there's right. so many, but I feel like these are some good. These yeah, are the right. Kind of, kind of some core yeah. characters. Uh, Spider Man Blue is yeah. a retelling of the origin we mentioned. Um, and and that one is is it a spoiler to say it's Spider Man retelling some tales from his past to Mary Jane? No, <laughs> no, I guess not. Okay, right. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's sort of uh, you know, uh, yeah. Spider-Man's origin, times past, with Gwen Stacy as his girlfriend, and yes. and uh, that one's a that one's a real good one. It's again, it's tough to to dig down into Spider-Man just because some of the really good ones are are quite laid in. Like yeah. the Superior Spider-Man is a storyline in which Doctor Octopus takes over Spider-Man's body. Yes, and and it's yeah, I've, I've written that down, but I wasn't going to mention. Oh, I was going to mention it in passing because it's. Like it's so, it's a lot. Like yeah, you, know, you have right. to know, and it's terrific. It's really great, mm-hmm. but you have to know who Doc Ock is. And I'm going to say, no, you don't really, but no, well, you if do. You've seen, if you, well, okay, well, here's the thing, though. I guess if you've seen, if you've seen movies, if you've seen Spider-Man Two, you would be aware of that. But the version of Doctor Octopus we get in the movies is is a far cry from the comic book version. The comic book version is way more He's entrenched meaner. in crime and evil. Yeah, yeah, and. The and one he, from the movie is dumber. Exactly, like the the one in the. I love that movie. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the the comic book version in Superior Spider Man sort of goes through a redemptive arc. Yes, like in this in this version, he is you know more than willing to take over Spider Man's body and then just like to in his you know to, to his experience like annihilate Spider Man's yeah spirits and and you and know, build this new legacy. Exactly. Kind of whereas whereas I feel one. like the version in the movie. He dream of doing that no he just wants to build he just wants to rob a bank and build a sun you and know? he doesn't understand literature he yeah. only understands building big sons mm, yeah yeah but i know which one i would choose <laughs> the sun obviously that's right yeah. incredible mm-hmm. uh well i think ultimate spider-man is a good one to start with it's a reboot of the character and yes. you could because mm-hmm. it does take it back to peter parker but eventually peter parker is replaced with miles morales uh, brian michael bendis and sarah Pacelli. Uh, did a really excellent run on that. And so I think 
yeah, you could look at the origins of Miles Morales as you don't, you sort of, you need to have an understanding of who Spider-Man is, but you just need to know that this is a new Spider-Man and that's yeah. a great, it's, 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 it's a, he's a great character and I'm, there's a reason why he's stuck around and, and, and he, cause he's, and he's got his own movie and now video game. I think there is probably a, okay. So the, the, the problem here is that ultimate Spider-Man, the comic mm. book went for a really long time. Yes. And Miles Morales was introduced at sort of the tail end of that. Mm. And then that universe was annihilated. Yeah. And, and that version of and, My- yeah. Miles Morales was popped into the, the regular universe. I think there is a more recent Spider-Man Miles Morales comic yeah. book, uh, which I think would be good to jump in on. And I might even be talking about that one. Cool. But I think I've nice. read most of them from <laughs> memory. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, also another one which it's a little bit of a – a jump to kind of get into it, but it's Spider-Man life story and it go. it starts in the sixties and it tells Spider-Man's uh, story over the decades. So it's yes. seven issues and he actually gets older and experiences the events that happened to him in the comics. But, but again, as he's a, as he's aging up. Yes, that's right. So, you know, when he's doing the Venom saga or whatever, it's in the nineties and he's 40 or 50 or wherever he ends up being, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's fantastic. It's really uh-huh. good. And it does a good job of solidifying all the good things about those stories because they're so sprawling and nonsense and clones and yeah, dimensions right. uh-huh. and whatever. And it does a really good job of like stripping away all the stuff that's unnecessary and 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 bring it into just these six issues. And you do get periphery characters like Captain America's in in Vietnam, but fighting against the Americans because he's very much like yeah, right. against the, you know against that war. So you get these other characters having little adventures that you see, like oh so. Oh, Iron a little adventure to, like the Vietnam War. Yeah, it's a little adventure. No, I'm just talking about how how what does an Iron Man who's aging up look like in yeah, this dimension? Right. You know, mm-hmm. so I I kind of hope they do it with other characters. But I, Spider-Man life story is really great and one of my favorites of all time. Not just a good jumping oh. points, uh, jumping off point. Yeah. Anyways, that's all the comics, isn't it? That's every comic ever been made. Have you ever named so many comics and been like, "Fuck, I butchered that." Like, I wish I had have explained <laughs> that better. Have you ever done that? <laughs> not to, not in recent memory, no, but I could. We could do it next week, I guess. Yeah, we, we absolutely could, yeah. But again, if you've got any suggestions for jumping off points, leave them below. I feel like there's ones that we probably didn't touch on enough, like Black Widow, I don't really know that much about. Fantastic Four for me. Uh, any other, some Deadpool you mentioned as well, maybe would be good to get some mentions I'd like to on hear that. a fresh take on Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like a good jumping on point. Yeah, exactly. So that's the kind of where we're at. Uh, yeah, we hope you got something out of this. Or nothing. That's fine. Do we link them below? We probably link them below. Maybe we haven't linked them below. What are we linking below? The little comics. Are we linking below? I don't know. <laughs> we don't have to. Maybe people are Googling in another tab. Mm. Yeah, do that. We didn't link below. We did not. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's time for the next segment of the show. That's right. That's what we're reading. What are we going to read? Yes, it is. Yes. I'm doing the thing. Well. <laughs> what are you laughing at over there? I'm back. I'm back on board. Keep your it. thoughts and feelings to yourself, please. Okay, I will. Uh, what are you reading today, Mason? Well, I'm very excited to watch because it's it's uh, it's 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 new. It's on Hulu if you're in America. I am. It's uh, Palm Springs. I don't know anything about it. Please don't spoil anything about I'm it. I'm going to spoil it right now. No, don't. Uh, I actually talked about it on Suggestible, my other oh. better, less successful podcast. Huh. Is it better? Maybe not. Oh. But is it less successful? You be the judge. Yes. Yeah, that's I right. mean, you, James. Oh, then, you be the judge. Nah, I like this one better. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I like that one too. Did you get that, Claire? <laughs> She's that's... not listening to this. No. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, you are going to watch that. 
good. Yeah, mm. it's great, and that's so all I will the, say. The to Lonely you. Island guys. It is very cool. It's a fun adventure romp, and that's all I will I say. Like an adventure romp. I've been playing Ghosts of Sh- Ghost. Sorry, yes. Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Uh, so this is how I will describe it, and I'm sure other people have said this as well. Are you going to use this phrase, Dark Souls, Bloodborne? No. Uh no. I'm not going to use okay. any of that because it's okay, not well. quite that difficult but it's assassin's creed with better combat and all the bullshit is cut out of it oh so it's an open world game yes by the way i'm fucking sick of them i've said this before yeah uh-huh. i'm sick of their empty nothing bullshit worlds where you collect <laughs> feathers across an enormous map uh-huh. which is like and they're like it's the biggest map ever who cares there's nothing here and i hate it <laughs> yes i don't like running across this map it's boring mm-hmm. and i can't unlock fast travel till later etc in this in Tsushima. But, no, this you can. Okay, right. But everything, every side story yes. seems, for the most part, is interesting. Uh-huh. So, like, it might lead you to a duel or you rescue a person or you find a cool armor. So this is set in feudal Japan? Correct. And they're being invaded by the Mongols? That's right. Is that right? And you're the last samurai, Tom Cruise oh, style. Oh, very good. You're voiced by Tom Cruise, which wow. is really good. No. Uh, and so it's it's a throwback to the, um, what's it called? What are those bloody movies called? <laughs> Those samurai movies that everybody loves. Kurosawa films. Yes, that's yes. the name. The ones that <laughs> Because Star I know Wars there's is. a Kurosawa option in yes, the display where you can. So they're, 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 mm. I, from what I can tell, there's a lot of display options. You can either have, you can have it in English dubbed. Yep. Or English voice acting. Yep. You can have it in Japanese voice acting, but it's got English subtitles. Yep. Or you can have it in Kurosawa mode where it's in black and white. And the audio is kind of muted like an and old black like and white. it's got like film grain yeah. in it. Yeah, okay. It's super interesting they put that in, but mm. it's like I don't not want this. Yeah. Because, and look, it's not like graphically the most impressive game. If you look yeah. at it like compared to The Last of Us. You're doing subs or dubs. What are you doing? I'm doing English with subtitles in English. <laughs> yeah, because, because here's the thing. I don't know how well I would do in a video game world where people are shouting stuff, like I'm trying to do a thing, like I'm yeah. trying to save a village or whatever, and people are shouting at me in Japanese, <laughs> and there's subtitles going to the bottom. Yeah. I'll be like, I don't understand. I don't understand what's happening. I don't even know. I'm trying if that, to ride this horse. Yeah, I'm trying to reload sure my happens, boat. But yeah, uh, but yeah, it's so that, that I put subtitles on all video games because yeah. I miss stuff and I look away mm-hmm. and then I look back and whatever. Sure, but um. And I'm doing well, you, other you're things. Going, you're going from computer to computer. I'm doing, yeah, I'm rolling around on the on the carpet. The carpet's too thick, so my chair keeps getting stuck. It's yeah, good. Yeah, of course, yeah. But, uh, you're getting bogged. I have. But, yeah. <laughs> That's why you need your, your, <laughs> you need you need all your Mountain Dew and your Pringles and your Cheetos. Definitely. Just in case you get bogged in the middle of your, <laughs> in the middle of your gaming room. I get the power. Claire's left, yeah. either to the shops or forever. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> help. <laughs> That's right. So it's also not a grind, and I feel okay. like a lot of these games are. The yeah. map opens up in a natural way. There's lots to explore so much that I'm avoiding the main stuff quite a bit, which I don't normally do. Do you have to craft anything? No. not. I mean, there is sort of like there is upgrades, but it's very manageable okay. and it makes sense. And it's the combat is really fun. Can you cleave someone in twain? No, you can't. There's no dismemberment. And okay. you think that would be a problem, but it's not. Huh. It's like um, when you strike someone, there's a lot of blood and you're your sword will go through them and you do stuff like that. Uh-huh. And it's, it's, the combat's incredible. I'm sure it's like Arkham-esque, but it's more samurai. And yeah, it's, right, it's uh-huh. very measured and you kind of, it's, the timing's really important. But it's not, it's very approachable, but it's not. Sounds a lot like, like me. But it's, yes, no, not like you. But it's also, <laughs> there is definitely challenge there. Um, and the story's good. It takes a little bit to get going because, you know, it takes a bit, you, know, you got to meet everybody and whatever. Mm-hmm. But when it kind of opens up and kicks off. Again, I I hate open world games in general. You're right? Like I, I don't I did I like a Far off, Cry Six. Like exactly like mm-hmm. a Red Dead Two. I was like I'm sick of these stories I have to listen to while riding a fucking horse to nowhere. 
Like, I'm sick of it. They're like, you know, when I used to, before I did this, I was like, shut up, shut up, I don't care. <laughs> but I, I see from your Twitter in this instance, rather than riding a, a horse to, 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 to somewhere, you're riding a nowhere horse to, that's right. to somewhere. Yeah, so. that's right. I, that was the, I, yeah, it glitched pretty hard at one point. You were riding an invisible horse. That's right. Uh, but that fixed itself. But it's a beautiful game. Mm. And it's more the color pal- palette. Like you go through a field and there's cherry blossoms and like the wind's going and the grass is swaying. Yeah, right. and like it hasn't got the best character models or the best facial animation, but it's a like a beautiful. Sounds a lot game. like me. No, Mason. Thank you. I do have great facial. I didn't animation. say that. No, but you kind of <laughs> did by process of elimination. So, so that I recommend it. It's really great. All right, cool. and uh, it's nice to play a video game where I'm like, this isn't a drag, like most video games. And I have throwing stars. Yeah, you got like little. They're not stars. They're like little knives, and you go, yeah. And you throw him out. You got a bow and arrow, and like a guy comes and hit him with a bow and arrow. Do I have any mystical powers? There's mystical elements to the game. Oh, uh, but we we did an ad read, which we is going to pop true, up yeah. some of it. And they specifically said in the ad read, and Collings pointed this out to me, who sent this over, who edits this show, was like, um, they specifically say, don't mention supernatural elements. Yeah, right. Like, don't huh. say anything like that in it. Hmm. So I haven't got. I think there are like yeah, hints yeah. of it. Because yep. uh, the wind also guides you places. All right, yeah. And when you open your map, it's not a nightmare. You know, when there's like a thousand things and waypoints and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, my God. And there's so many dimensions now. With yeah, the- yeah, yeah. It's very <laughs> yeah. straightforward. And, uh-huh. But it's also – but it's not empty. Do you feel like this should – this is kind of like the way that like the Assassin's Creed games want to go? Yes. This is what yeah. – if Sass- again, if Assassin's Creed was good, this is what it would be. And I know like, yeah. they, those games have their defenders and I've played uh-huh. the first four. I don't uh-huh. know. Yeah, but – Mm. Yeah, I'm like I'm kind of looking forward to Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is the Viking one. Yeah, but I'm, I feel like it. Like I get this. They, yeah, I know, I know, but yeah. I feel like they just want to do a Viking game. Yeah, but they're bogged down by like, okay, and you're in an animus, and you're in a thing, and yeah, and, yeah. and it's reading your ancestors' DNA, and blah blah yeah. blah. And there's also there's also now a thing where the company is a video game company, and they're selling your <laughs> your life experiences into video games now. But so you're also a prisoner, maybe? Or yeah, something? but you're also a prisoner, yeah, or something. Is that yeah. what they're up to in those games now? Yeah, in Odyssey, which is the oh, hang on, I in the, Odyssey, you know, I in Black Flag, which is no, the uh, that's a good one, isn't it? So yeah, I, like I played a little one. bit of it, but yeah. uh, that one, yeah, that, not Desmond because he's dead. No, he dead. He's Desmond. Uh, he's Desmond. Des- Desmond is Desmond, but at this point, but yeah, you're um you you you're a pirate. Yeah, but they're selling your experiences as games as Abstergo Entertainment. Oh, cool. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Yeah. Great, good stuff. Yeah, they should ditch that, right? They should probably. Are ditch they ever going to hit the future? That's what I always wanted, but I just... How do you do it, though? Assassin's Creed, the future, or as we call it, the present, is what they'd say. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's what cyberpunk is doing, but in first person, right? Yeah, yep. Open world, et cetera. Yeah. That I'm looking forward to, actually. Oh, but Mr. Yeah. Mr. I Hate Open Worlds is lovely. No, this. but if it's crafted specifically yes. and it's not wasting time, uh-huh. I'm okay with it. Yeah, right. Like a well-crafted open world is great. That's, what, that's why they got popular in the first place. Yeah. But they just... Not everything has to be... You can have like a focused, you know, like an uncharted. You just go a direction, mm. and sometimes it opens up a little bit. No, I agree. I and again, like speaking of like the the Arkham games, I mm. always preferred the first one just because it yeah. feels more like a story that you are playing through, and it's it's got a point to it as opposed to well, you've got to save your village, but also Riddler Underground Racetracks. Exactly, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, really good. I was thinking in a more general sense, but yeah, the village of Gotham City. <laughs> so yes, yeah, it's yes. like well, yeah, but it's like you know, well, I've got to, I've got to stop the Riddler from destroying the city, but also I've got to do a do a race through assorted hoops or whatever. Yeah, who it's made like, this? Yeah, that's why. Am, why am I doing this? Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. And I always, when I play that sort of game, I always feel bad for the 
the narrative. Yeah. And all, but then if I'm like, well, I'll just do the narrative. I'm like, well, I'm really racing through this narrative, yes. and it's. And and I'm wish like, maybe and I I'm should not be doing upgrading this. enough. Yeah, I should be doing the upgrades. Yeah. Like it should be. I, I'm always like, if if I don't do the, mm. the side dumb missions, yeah. will I be powerful enough to finish the narrative? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know. and that's what I'm finding with this. I'm upgrading before I do stuff because I want to be. I want to be good at it. Can I get smoke bombs? Yeah, you smoke bomb. <sighs> yeah. I've also got. I found like, this thing where you throw a bomb and it sticks to them and they explode. And they can die. I get a grappling hook? Yes, I haven't got that yet, but you can get that. <sighs> this yeah. thing's got everything. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, ba- it's it's essentially Batman. Yeah, right. It's uh-huh. Batman because you you kind of fail and then you train up and you 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 Batman. Yeah, right. But you're in Japan, hmm. like Batman in Japan, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that called? Batman Ninja. Yes. Mm-hmm. For a second, I thought you'd done a fake name, but that was the <laughs> name yeah, of it, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I nearly said Japan Man. <laughs> Japan so I did it. Yeah. You playing anything at the moment? I don't know you started Last of Us. I started The Last of Us, mm. uh, part one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Mm. And it's good to know what the world will be like in a couple of years. It's good, isn't it's it? Good it's good to ready. just, uh, you know, yeah. just be like, yeah, this is looking pretty pretty rough out here, isn't it? I mean, graphically, it's amazing. It's pretty amazing. It's that <laughs> remaster. It looks really nice. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's um, Imagine if the world looked like that. It'd be like, oh, this is crisp as. This <laughs> is, yeah. I mean, look at these facial animations yeah. on, these, on these people trying to murder me. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. Mm. I'm having... I wouldn't say fun, but yeah. it's certainly a, I would say fun. It's an experience. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's it's. But I've also like for this. Also for for Last of Us Part One, I've put the difficulty all the way down because I'm like, I got to get through this. Yeah, sure. And then get to two before before the discourse has ended. You sure. know. Sure. Yeah, because you want to get among it. I want to get amongst the discourse. I don't have a problem with turning the difficulty down on games. I know some people get real pissy about uh-huh. it, but I think like if you just if you're there to kind of experience the story and yeah. have fun, yeah. then yeah, it's a good option. Like if I can knock this off in. You know, if I can knock a game off in ten hours or something yeah. like that, that's that's definitely my money's worth. That's especially my dream, since, man. especially since I didn't pay for it because you yes, gave it to me. That's right. So, Lent Mason. Now you gave it to me. I didn't say game. Wow. I'm never going to play it again. It doesn't matter to me either way. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, is that everything then? I think that's everything. Should we do yeah. the next segment of Let's the show? Let's do some letters. I love letters. The classic one was letters. Oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only. We're here right now. We're going to do letters. Isn't that right? That's absolutely correct. Yeah. So, what have you got in terms of weekly letters? Weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Right. Or hashtag weeklyplanetpod on t- the Twitter. Let's have a quick little look. Okay. Let's have a quick little look. Just a quick one. This is from Joseph Vizar. Yes. Uh, it says, Would you rather? I mm. uh, hope you guys are doing well. Yes. Thank you, Joseph. We are. I'm nah, going to speak for really. both of us. Oh, no. Well, awful. I'm doing fine. Yeah, but it's not great, is it, the world over? I'm like, if you compared like <laughs> this time to like last year, it's much worse in the oh, world. Oh, when's 2020 going to be over? You dropped your phone, Mason. That's unprofessional. <laughs> Sorry. Collins, edit that to make it louder. Yeah, louder and more <laughs> aggressive. And it plays the Defenders of the Earth theme. Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. Out of the sky, his rockets ignite. Jets into battle, flying faster than light. Flash Lord of the jungle, the hero who stalks. The beasts call him brother, the ghost who walks. Defenders of the earth. <laughs> uh, anyway, Joseph says, in a fight, would you rather have the Arkham combat? So this is presumably a real fight. Yeah, cool. Would you rather have the Arkham combat? He says James could take on at least eight boomers at once. Easy. Or the hyper-realistic combat of the Scott Pilgrim movie, where if you lose, you burst into coins. <laughs> <laughs> but I kill people? <laughs> Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a bigger dilemma but than no you think. But no consequences. 
Oh, because they just sort of disappear, don't yeah, they? Yeah, but if it was if I have that in the real world and I make someone explode into coin, I'm going to jail. But if I beat up eight people. Yeah, he's still going to jail. Yeah, but I didn't kill anyone. And presumably they're coming at me with baseball bats and go, what are you doing here, Batman? <laughs> I'm Batman in this scenario, obviously. You're not, you're just regular James. <laughs> what are you doing here, regular, regular James? James. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's up the street. I'm just getting, I've got my reusable bags. I'm just going, I'm just doing some shopping <laughs> in my mask. I'm trying to keep social. Hey, he's a reusable boy <laughs> over here. We're going to reuse your face as a pussy bag. And then they come at you. I don't want this. <laughs> well, then they're going to get you. I better go to jail for hurting people. Wow. And they're reaching for the gun locker and you're like, no, who put that gun locker on that, on that telephone pole? Why is it there? You're going to get him first. Yeah. But you see, that's the thing. Like, I think if you if you beat people up Scott Pilgrim style, yeah. they'd just be gone. Like, it'd be <laughs> inexplicable. True. People would be like, I don't think he did anything. I mean, he struck him with a sword and he and exploded. He exploded. But, coins. I mean, is that that's not murder. Like, how would that? But yeah. I think if you were seen in public, like, brutally beating up eight people. No, but if they were beating me up, it's not oh, like yeah. they're standing around and I'm hitting them. Like they're actively attacking me. <laughs> well, if you're me. any good, then they're just sta- they're basically just standing around. But if they're actively attacking you're me. You're whipping about back and forth. They're actively attacking me one by one also. Yeah, right. Like those games. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, Arkham's would look, I think that'd be cool to do. Yeah. It's got a real, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's what would you pick? I mean, Scott Pilgrim is spectacular. That's, That's true, difference. yeah, and I would have all those coins. I'd collect all those coins. But, like, I feel like, again, if you beating people up Arkham style in real life yeah. would be, I think, damaging to the psyche. I think you'd be like, yeah. ouch. Because you're breaking arms. And, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And the last guy you'd punch in slow motion really hard. And he'd be like, fall on his neck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that wouldn't be, that would be quite damaging. Yeah, but I mean, if you beat people up Scott Pilgrim style, it's just like, little, 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 little. Yeah, and then they can leap real high. Oh, yeah. You know? That would be cool. I'd have a superpower. You have but a fire so, sword. So just to clarify, I'm not in the world of Scott Pilgrim. I don't think so, no. Just, we're in the, I, I think have... we're in the regular world, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. let's take it. Let's have a bit of pizzazz. Yeah, a bit let's of pizzazz. Let's liven things yeah, up yeah, a little yeah. bit. I think I would take the Batman 66 fighting. Yeah. <laughs> it's, again, it's everybody lines up one at a time. Yeah, but that's also every second fight that you're in, you're dangled over a vat of caviar or whatever. You know what I mean? You oh, lose but, every but second fight. what a fight. way to go, huh? <laughs> um, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Nice. Great question, though. Who yeah. was that from? That was from Joseph Vizza. Terrific. It's from a massive late fee. Uh, please give a shout out to my friend's nephew, Bridger. You probably saw this. I'm, this was in all the news. A dog was uh, charging his little sister, and he stepped between her and the dog, saving her life. I did see He's that. He's a big cat fan, and Chris Evans sent him a real Captain America shield. Yeah. See that kid? Incredible. Mm-hmm. He said something like, if it was going to be like, if it was going to be me, or my sister had died, it was going to be me or whatever. Yeah, Amazing yeah, yeah. stuff. And he's, mm. Yeah, that kid's incredible. And he, and he got a message from Captain America. I don't know if you saw the message. The kid was like, in the Captain America suit. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. That kid should fight the bat kid. Yeah, I mean, with the, Arkham style combat, just breaking <laughs> limbs. The back kid's better now, so you could do it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 it'd be okay. And he's reaching for the gun cabinet. <laughs> so yeah, that's terrific. Yeah, wow. uh, yeah, I did see that, and I think Robert Downey Jr. also is going to send him something. But you're a bit late, Robert Downey yeah, Jr. You've probably jumped- a box of cigars or something. It's too, kids too young for that. <laughs> I think Robert Downey Jr. also shaved his beard in to do it. Shaved his oh, right. his Iron Man beard in. Huh. This is what I like about uh, the people who take on these roles. Yeah. And Marvel, it seems to be happening more with Marvel. Uh-huh. Um, not always, but they seem to, they stay in character seemingly maybe forever. Yeah, you kind of. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, Henry Cavill built that computer just like Clark Kent would. <laughs> That's true. Making an assortment of mistakes and turning the motherboard back point, around, yeah. you know. I'm so. not saying Henry Cavill wouldn't do that. Of course he wouldn't. But, mm. yeah, you know, I just think that's, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's nice. Mm. Yeah. 
What else you got, Mason? Uh, here, got a couple more. Uh, it's, uh, this one is from uh, this one's from Punch Clown, okay. uh, which is why I chose it. It says, "You guys make work suck less." It says, yeah. uh, "Dear James and Mason, my name is Jaden. Oh, I preferred Punch Clown, but Jaden will do it work also." <laughs> uh, and I'm an Alka. Sorry, long time listener. I love the pod and often listen at work while I stock shelves. You guys make my day go better every time, and I look forward to listening every week. Thank you so much. P.S. Can I be the Weekly Planet's official stock boy? Yes, yes you may. Yes, absolutely can. Yeah, and if you wouldn't mind. Just uh, maybe maybe dent some cans. Please. Just, just knock them off the shelf and dent them so we can get them real cheap. If, yeah, that'd be if great. You mind, you know? Also, when they say face up, which means you turn all the labels out to make things look good, mm-hmm. don't do it. <laughs> That's all right. No, do it. I've always figured, like, if you've got a job, no matter what it is, yes. just do it to the best of your abilities because everyone will leave you alone. That's, yeah, that's true. You know it's what I mean? And it's just easier. If yeah. you're good at it, yeah, you're right. Just, it's just easier. Mm, yeah. Very true. Uh, this is from Iris Messenger. Uh, speaking of book clubs, yeah. she has, does have a YouTube channel uh, channel called The Iris Messenger. where It's, it's like BookTube where she like reviews books and talks about books. Oh. So people know people are looking for like some book stuff. She said, uh, Well, they'd go to Book Club, wouldn't they? They absolutely would. Big Sandwich would. Book Club. But this is a good this second choice. for actual until, books. Until we set up... Big Sandwich Book Club. Yes. You should go to this particular YouTube channel, I think. And potentially even keep going if you enjoy the content. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. I've been watching What We Do in the Shadows, brackets TV. Mm. It's good. Is it on your radar? Uh, I watched the pilot, and I yep. don't think it's on anything here at the moment. No, I watch, I mean, I've seen the movie, obviously, which yeah. I enjoyed a lot, and I've watched Wellington Paranormal, which was the spin off. Yes. But I have not watched the series yet, no. But apparently, is Matt Berry in it? Matt Berry is in it. Uh, like, Matt like everybody involved. Other names are in it. Yes. Um, apparently it's amazing as well. Like I liked the pilot. Yes. I wasn't like, wow, this is better than the movie, but I liked it. Uh-huh. I obviously love Matt Berry from things, but apparently it's incredible. Like it's an incredible show. This dog is coming at you hot yeah, and know, fast right. today. Hello dog. So, yeah. That Hello. is a show that I need to catch up on and or complete. Watch yes. to completion. Mm. What else, Mason? This one's from RJ Harrington. This is an episode idea. Mm. Uh, so he says, greetings from Scranton, Pennsylvania, for the home of The Office. The Office! He says, I have a topic idea for the podcast that I think could be boffo, which I'm assuming is some sort of Scranton lingo for good. Oh, The topic is very minor characters from famous movies that for some reason you love. The example that I can give is one Mr. Carl Gibbons from Terminator 2. Who is that? So it's... Is that the... The, the the security guard. Guy? It's the security guard. You know, he calls out to to the security guard. So if you recall, the security guard comes out and he finds. I got a Gib- full house. And, and Gibbons is missing, and he goes, "Gibbons, come on, man!" <laughs> and then the then the T one thousand skewers his head. So he's not is not the guy. He's not the redhead guy. No. So no, it's no. the guy off screen. Yes, <laughs> called Gibbons. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, RJ says, "You know, our hero Carl Gibbons wanders away from that desk to hit the candy machine all the time." Yep. So yeah, we I think I think we should do an episode on that. Just uh, Carl Gibbons. Okay. Oh, maybe he's got his own. Maybe he's in like a spin-off comic or something like that. Yeah, he'd be somewhere doing something. Come on, man. First topic: Carl Gibbons to serve three-year prison term for burning down something. Ooh. Well, he could still be a security guard, I guess. <laughs> he could. Yeah, but then he's like, "Hey, Full House," and then shunk. So it is the Full House guy. No, it's a different guy. Ah, oh, no, I'm saying we that. See, we don't see him. We don't see him. Shunk. Yeah, that's cool. I love that movie. And that's uh, those twin brothers. People don't know, but that's actually a good movie. <laughs> I agree. I'm just going to play the clip. Okay. Gibbons. Gibbons, come on, man. You can't leave the desk like that. No. Gibbons is a different guy. Gibbons. 
Gibbons is the guy at the Skynet facility. Oh, yeah. Where they go in and then they tie him up in the bathroom. That's right. Yeah. That's so different guy. But uh, we love other minor characters also. Other minor the characters, yeah, yeah. Here's something from William Sung. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Hey, how about an episode about shows affected by the writer's strike? So there was a writer's strike in 2009, yep. people recall. Uh-huh. It ruined everything. It didn't ruin Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, though, did it? No, it certainly didn't. It's about the same as it would have been. Yep. Coming up Tuesday, earlier on Big Sandwich, uh, he's written E.G. Lost and Heroes, oh, for yes. example. There are a bunch of other stuff that were affected. Mm. So, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't mind good doing that. Good episode on that, sure. Yeah, definitely. So it's mm. a good idea. Any other letters or is that the show? Oh, let's have a look. Mm, yep, that's the whole show. Good thing I found that Gibbons thing because we would have got that a million we times. We would have got a million times, yeah. That's right. Well, I stand by what I said, the wrong thing. <laughs> I love you. But we could, I mean, we could even do, we could, we could still talk about that guy that gets skewered through the eye. I like him. Yeah, he's like, hey, full house. <laughs> yeah. Real twins. Yeah. That's, that's right. cool. That two, sets that of, two sets of twins in that movie. Two, oh, yeah. Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Only in the extended. Mm. But let's not get into the nitty gritty of the movie Terminator 2 Extended okay. Cut. All right. Bring us home, Mason. Uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. It's a, it's a crazy, crazy times out there, so I'm yeah. glad people are still getting on board. People are still enjoying this. Even if you're not going to work, it's nice to see people are still uh, still listening on their Monday mornings. Definitely. Whenever you get to this. Wherever you're up to. And not, yeah, up that's to, right. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for subscribing and uh, telling a friend, maybe over Zoom, and uh, leaving us a nice review. James, you got a nice review Got there? a couple here. This is from uh, Big Ven- Venom. V-E-N-U-M. Oh, Big Venom. That's right. Five stars, which we appreciate. You can Thank you, Big app. Venom. Uh, he said, five stars for the podcast, ten stars for the amazing theme song, one because it's bloody brilliant, and two, it annoys my girlfriend, and this is the criteria for which all things are measured. <laughs> James and Meso produce a fantastic podcast that has become a staple of my weekly routine. Jokes and friendly banter make you feel like you're just shooting the breeze with your best buds. They have a wonderful community at the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Group. Top quality content. Good on your mates. Really appreciate that. You could write something like that, or this person uh, whose username is B Waterworld has just written Hampi, and then there's five stars, and then the comment says Hampi. Hampi. Yeah, but it's one word. I don't know what it means. Like, it's a weird thing that I don't know about. Am I huh. am I doing something that I shouldn't be like saying something that I don't know about? Something on TikTok, which I'll be mocked oh, for. Oh, maybe. But I maybe. googled it and I got no results. But you know, maybe it could be so underground that I don't know. We used to have conversations pre-podcast about ham-based vampires called ham pies. I don't know if you remember that, but it was literally years ago. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe we know <laughs> this guy. Maybe we know this guy personally. <laughs> that's not true. It is true. What? Like how many years ago? Like fifteen years ago. My memory's fucked. I don't yeah, know. Agreed. <laughs> Strong. So agreed. they're made of ham, or they enjoy ham? It was a bit vague, <laughs> but we talked about it for a really long time. <laughs> was it hampire? Nope. Started out as vampire and then it then it evolved, <laughs> like the like the vampires in Blade Two or Three, whichever one it was. Whichever one it was. Okay, yeah. terrific. Uh, good, good, anyway. on, good on us. Good um, on us. Yeah. Continue the thing. And you just said. and just uh, just a, a reminder. Um, you're all my best buds out there. No, you don't no. listen to him. He's pandering no, to we're you. All, you're all my best buds. Thanks everyone who's hung out with me recently. <laughs> And we'll you're not even to allowed hang, to hang do that. The future. Well, we find Wonder a way. Under restrictions. No, no, we find we find a way. There's. A, I've got a special permit. 
So thank you to everybody who's been hanging out with me recently. We've all been hanging out. Yes. If I haven't hung out with you personally yet, don't worry, I'm going to get to it. And you got $100 coming your way. Exactly. You'll get $100 from me. cash. From I'm James. involving myself. James, James just gives me a roll of hundies and we just, we just, you just peel them off. Just peel them off to everybody I'm hanging out with and being best buds with, which is all of you or will be all of you. That's correct. Anyway, uh, 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 if you want to get in contact with the show, whether to send an email or just say hello or become best buds with me get or receive bucks. that $100. Yeah. Um, uh, you can go to Weekly Planet Pod at Gmail, at Facebook, at Twitter, at Bandcamp. You can go to uh, planetbroadcasting.com. You can sign up to the newsletter from the great Rob Collings. That's He's right. at Raw Collings on Twitter. He's also at The Weekly Planet on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. I'm also Nick Maso, N I C K M A S E A U on Instagram. James, you are Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere, correct? Everywhere, all uh, the time. You can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. Yes. Uh, if you want to have some fun conversations about all things podcasting and uh, I don't, but light you. entertainment, mm. uh, you can also, let me think, if you want to support the show, yeah. you go to bigsandwich.co, yeah. sign up to all the great stuff we have on there currently, and we will have very soon, including- Back catalogue episodes of band cam commentaries of- uh, A Big everything. Sandwich Movie Book Club, obviously. Club. We're going to talk about that's going to kick off next week, I think. Right, yeah. Uh, let's see. You can also go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies if you'd like to chuck in a buck. We would appreciate that. Chuck us a buck. You can also go to the Amazon affiliate link in our episode description. If you want to buy some stuff, you need some stuff for home, you can't leave your home, you can go to Amazon, click through on the link and buy some stuff on Amazon, you get it from Amazon. Buy a mask from Etsy, but through Amazon. Yeah. We'll get a kickback. Yes. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our musical themes. We have some T-shirts on tpublic.com. Why don't, why don't buy a, big, a bloody giant T-shirt? Why wouldn't you? Have a, have a, you know, just cosy around the house with it. I don't know if you know this, but Chris Sebastian won The Voice and people are like, oh, boo. And I'm like, who's that? <laughs> I think it's Guy Sebastian's brother. There you go. Wow. Oh, it is. Like, I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, is that just Guy Sebastian? Does he have a crazy fro? No. Huh. This might also not be. I have a Guy Sebastian story for those people who don't know. Uh, I think I've told you this before. For, for Se- people who don't yeah. know, which is everybody listening to this, most people listening to this, Guy Sebastian was the first winner of Australian Idol. Correct. In which is the American Idol of Australia. That's right, yeah. Which was the pop idol of America. Correct. And the idea which is... Which was the pop stars of a different time. Yes. And the thing is... If you win, uh, if you win Australian Idol, mm. the like in an ideal scenario, you end up as a judge on Australian Idol. That's true. That's that is that's the, the trajectory. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, my brother saw the one you don't like. Yes, go on. Uh, saw Guy Sebastian at a movie theater. Oh yeah. He thought, oh, I, rec- I think is this I recently. This was a couple of years back. Okay. And he walked past him, and as he walked past, Guy Sebastian was with two mates, and Guy Sebastian started singing one of his own songs. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I tell you that before. No, that's great <laughs> stuff, though. That is incredible work. Yeah, so there you go. Sebastian. Wow. Yeah, exciting times. But you know, self promo can't can't hate the hustle. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, do you think he was doing that so your brother yes. would maybe purchase one of his songs on on iTunes or something? Correct. Wow. Yeah, that's what I do when people walk past me. I go, "Welcome to the Weekly Planet Podcast, where we talk movies <laughs> and comics." And people are like, "Who's this insane, clearly yeah, right. homeless man?" Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, when, I, when people walk past me, actually mm. they can't because I'm surrounded by all my best buds <laughs> from the Weekly Planet podcast. But there is is there distance or are you cramped up on each other? Whatever you want, man. What I are you got a permit. I've got a special permit. You're going to go to fine. jail for crimes. No, no. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. <laughs> You've lost it, mate. No, it's the, it's You've the, gone pandemic there's, crazy. There's an aura of friendship about it that the, the authorities cannot 
they cannot penetrate it. They if will they penetrate try, it. We'll kill them. <laughs> James, we'll kill them if they try. With me and you. Yes. I'm not involved. I'm no, not you in. are. Ah. You are. You funded this militia, I feel James. Like I'm you fill up, up all the hundos. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, that's the whole podcast. Next week, who knows what we'll talk about? Well, Comic Con. Oh, your comic cons happening. We do know, in fact. We know, so oh my god, I'm, so I'm ready to woo. Me too. I haven't wooed in a long time. Woo or boo? We'll see. We should have a woo or boo. Why has that never been a thing? It probably has. Anyway, <laughs> see you next week. Grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you real soon. Goodbye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.